0: And Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Orange City, Iowa. Hastings College football on the air this afternoon here on ESPN Radio. Broncos uh, on the road as they get ready to take on the number one ranked team of the nation and the defending NAIA national champions, the Rudd Raiders, out of uh, Northwestern College. I'm Mike Will. I got the play-by-play for you this afternoon. Jimmy Purcell. Joins me alongside Hastings coming in a record of two wins, three losses in the conference. They are three and three overall. The Broncos are coming off of a loss last week to the Dort defenders, losing by a score of 61 to 21. Northwestern, meanwhile, they're tied for first place in the conference at five and zero. Northwestern, a four and zero in the conference. They're coming off of a to win over Midland. That was their 18th win in a row for the uh, Red Raiders. So a tough task for uh, Hastings College here this afternoon. A beautiful day here in Orange City. Just a few high clouds uh, above the uh, stadium here today. We're going to have a temp of 55 degrees. Winds will be blowing out of the west today at 8 miles per hour. But, Jimmy, we get back to work. Uh, We had a tough time with uh, Dort last week giving... uh, up well over 350 yards rushing to the defenders. Now we kind of jump from the, the skillet into the uh, frying pan here. We've got the number one ranked team of the nation, and these guys the uh, defending uh, national champs. This is going to be obviously our hugest uh, challenge of the season. He sings in Northwestern here this afternoon. Frying pan. I would call it hot boiling
1: water is what we're attempting to uh, jump into here today. This is going to be a tremendous, tremendous team that we are playing uh, when I started doing some numbers uh, this week uh, early in the week, I started looking through where they rank nationally and where they rank in the G pack all you got to do is look in the top five in most of the national uh, rankings as far as positions percentages first downs total yards. you can go on down the list and you get into the G pack and they basically lead about every offensive uh, uh, category that you can uh, you can uh, gather up uh, over four hundred and eighty yards four eighty nine to be exact, that's first in the G Pack, averaging 42 points per game. I got down into the defensive side of things. I started looking at some of the guys. I'm like, well, they don't have uh, very many tackles compared to what we have. That's because their defense don't play the whole game. A lot of them are on the sidelines at the end of halftime. So, again, one thing we talked about on the way up, this is a team that tends to start slow. I believe they led, what, Midland last week, what, 7-6? to six at the uh, halftime mark, and then ended up opening both uh, all four of their doors and blew them off. So hopefully that doesn't happen here. It's going to be a tremendous test. Uh, Matt knows we're it. We're it. The players know it. Well, but Another thing we talked about, you don't get an opportunity to get to play the number one ranked team in the nation. I don't care what division you're in. This is a great opportunity for these young Broncos and the Broncos, uh, the older Broncos, to come out there and maybe make a statement. Hang with these cats for a while. See what you can do. Ain't many times the radio broadcasting team gets to cover the number one ranked team in the nation. Unfortunately, we have done it a lot. It ain't been us, but we go back to the Sioux Falls days when the coup was number one and, and uh, Morningside, Northwestern, we've done them all. But uh, these, uh, these guys... Located six miles apart, really have uh, quite a deal going on up here. That is Dort and Northwestern. Dort rated 15th in the poll. Northwestern, obviously, number one. Six miles apart, and they're a couple of the the most talented teams that are in the G Pack.
0: All right, uh, big story, I think, coming out of the Bronco camp this week is a change in quarterback. Eli Nappy is going to be replaced by a Hastings-Saint Cecilia sensation Carson Kolachak. Nappy is going to stay in the lineup. He's going to switch over to a wide receiver. And uh, Matt said he might be the best, best wide receiver we've got on the team. So uh, looking forward to the uh, the change. Not that Eli was, was doing a bad job managing uh, the team, but uh, Carson Kolachek brings a little bit of something to the table and we'll see. Uh, well, hopefully he can continue what he did with the uh, Blue Hawks.
1: Exactly. We've seen him throw for a lot of years. He's got a
0: very strong
1: arm, very, very gifted. He can drop balls right over top of the shoulders. We've seen that. Tanner James Friend won back at Lloyd Wilson Field when he came in on mop-up duty uh, threw a nice long touchdown pass. We've seen a couple of other nice passes. He's got one interception on the year. That was uh, last week in the game against Dort. But you're right. You put Nappy out there on the end. He's a big kid. Six three. About 220 pounds. I watched the uh, the two warming up down there, and I tell you, you know, there, there's been a lot of help from Eli through the course of this week practicing, getting Carson's confidence built up and getting him ready to go. He will be a guy right in his ear that's in the huddle helping him out because he knows a couple of the positions now. So that's going to be the interesting thing with the quarterback switch. But we've got to be able to protect our quarterback. We have not been able to do that. Matt said in the pregame show we're down five tackles from the beginning of the year that is not good those are your guys on the wing that need to be protecting from the backside, the front side from the ends that are crashing in and uh, i know we've got a lot of changes you'll get the starting lineup here but we've got some youngsters with that jv game the other night a lot of guys showed that they can play they're going to rely on them they're going to make some uh, changes with the uh, with some of the guys that have been playing in there i like the uh, the theme what what matt say the uh, they had a Brawlers and the brawlers. brawlers and brawlers. So, so I tell you what, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But definitely we got to protect our young quarterback and not have uh, Carson have happy feet back there and make some mistakes. What a way to throw him into his first collegiate start <laughs> against the number one ranked team in the nation in Northwestern.
0: All right, he sees in Northwestern sneaking up on game time here this afternoon. Part of a, a busy day in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. We'll get an update with what's going on in the conference with Corey Westra.
2: This
3: is the GPAC Football Saturday Report for Saturday, October 7th. Brought to you by the Great Plains Athletic Conference and IMA. On your GPAC Football Saturday Report this week, we begin with the scoreboard from week five around the conference. It was Morningside on the road, defeating Doan by the final score of 38-7. Northwestern was a winner in Fremont over Midland, 42-21. Jordan on the road at Hastings with the victory over the Broncos, 61-21 the final. Concordia at home defeated Briarcliff, 35-23. And Dakota Wesleyan wins in Yankton over Mount Marty last Saturday night. Double overtime, 51-45, to was the final score. University of Jamestown had the bye for week number five of Pack football. Here's your week five Hoffman America Sports Football Players of the Week. The Offensive Player of the Week is Jamin Aaron from Dakota Wesleyan at running back. He set a school record for the Tigers with five rushing touchdowns against Mount Marty. Also had a career-high 212 rushing yards on 36 carries. Isaac Pingle from Morningside is the GPAC Football Defensive Player of the Week. He had a big day for the Mustang D with 12 total tackles, six solo. He had a pair of sacks and five tackles for a loss in the win last Saturday. And on special teams, Stephen Linen, the kicker from Dort University, is this week's honoree. He had a 58-yard field goal at Hastings. That is a new conference record in the GPAC. In the game, he also made all four of his field goals and was 7-for-7 on PATs. And for his efforts, was named the NAIA National Special Teams Player of the Week. That's a look back at last week around the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Coming up after the break... We'll preview this week in GPAC Football. The GPAC Football Saturday report rolls on, but first this from IMA.
4: Never slowing, never stopping, pushing forward every hour, every day, every quarter, every year. You don't do it for yourself. You do it for your company, your employees, your community, for all of us. That is why IMA is proud to help ensure the companies that form the backbone of America. Together, we are better. Together, we make a difference.
3: It's week number six of GPAC football for Saturday of October for our games. Five of them on the schedule this week. We start in Sioux City at 1 o'clock. Briar Cliff will be at home. The Chargers will welcome in Doan and the Tigers. Mount Marty travels to Jamestown to take on the Jimmies. Jamestown coming off their bye week last week in conference play. Dort is back at home. The Defenders will host Midland and the Warriors in a 1 o'clock kickoff in Sioux Center. Northwestern will play host to Hastings and the Broncos in a 1.30 kickoff at DeVoloy Stadium, Corver Field. And Morningside at 1.30 on Saturday afternoon will host the Bulldogs of Concordia in GPAC action. Dakota Wesleyan has the bye for week number six of GPAC football. No change for the GPAC teams inside the NAIA Top 25 poll. Northwestern remains at number one, Morningside at number three, and Dort holds in at number 14 in the country. Here's your top five. Northwestern, Grandview, and Morningside, 1, 2, and 3, followed by Indiana Wesleyan and Marion in the top five. And this has been your GPAC Football Saturday Report for October 7. I'm Corey Westra for the Great Plains Athletic Conference.
5: Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year.
4: shopping smart has its rewards like the advantage rewards program from tom dinsdale cdjr every new vehicle comes with one year of protection for tires wheels windshield dents and dings plus five years of protection for paint and fabric at no additional cost now that's smart keep your vehicle looking new and running great with the advantage rewards program from tom dinsdale cdjr on Hastings North Side or Tom Dinsdale CDJR Some restrictions apply. Visit Tom ESPN
2: Tri Cities.
0: Hi Mike Well, Jimmy Purcell back at Corver Field. We're in Orange City, Iowa this afternoon, Hastings College Football on ESPN Tri-Cities, Hastings and uh, Northwestern getting ready to go. Here today, we'll get you the uh, starting lineups. First of all, for uh, Hastings, again, a brand-new quarterback in there for uh, the Broncos. Starting uh, for the first time, Carson Kolodchak, the uh, freshman from Hastings, St. Cecilia, two, 188-pound freshman. Kolodchak so far this year with 125 yards passing, one touchdown, three interceptions. Wide receiver will be Eli Nappy, so he'll switch from quarterback out to a wide receiver. Nappy, 6'3", 200-pound sophomore out of Warrensburg, Missouri. On the other side, Will Austin will get a start, one 170 170-pound senior out of St. Joe. Brent Simonson will be the running back, 5'9", 190-pound senior out of Sutton. The tight end will be Jake Bargen, six foot three, two hundred seventeen pound sophomore out of Utica. The other wide receiver will be Ethan Wilborn, six foot three, one hundred eighty five pound junior out of Beaverton, Oregon. Up front for a Hastings today, Brock Burrish will be your center, five foot eleven, two hundred seventy seven pound sophomore out of Phillipsburg, Kansas. The uh, left guard is going to be Trey Quan Henley. Bentley, 5'11", 352-pound freshman out of Lincoln High. Jaden Lagunas will be the other uh, guard. He'll be on the right side. Lagunas, the kid from Hastings, St. Sassia, 5'11", 353-pound freshman. Jaden Lawrence back at left tackle for Hastings after sitting out a couple of games with an injury. Lawrence, 6'1", 286-pound sophomore out of Elizabeth, Colorado. And a right tackle is going to be a new starter as well for Hastings. That's uh, Drake Olson. Olson is six foot four, two hundred and seventy-five pound sophomore out of Kennesaw, Nebraska. Right now, the playing of the national anthem as we get set for football here today. Hastings in Northwestern on ESPN Tri Cities. the uh, playing of the National Anthem here this afternoon at Corver Field in Orange City. We'll get to the uh, defensive starters for Hastings today. Across the front, Gavin White, the uh, sophomore out of Sutherland. Layton Shaw, the senior out of Houston. Harrison Uday, the senior out of Nigeria. The uh, linebackers for uh, Hastings is going to be a Fareed Chalude, a senior out of Houston. Jaden Roberts, the sophomore out of Bellevue West. R.J. McMyers, a senior of from Harlem, New York, and uh, Caden Egger, the junior out of UTan. That in the uh, defensive secondary for Hastings today, it'll be uh, Gio Mendoza, a sophomore out of Platteview, Colorado, Blake Vaughn, the junior from Fort Collins, Colorado, Marcus Dustin, the a sophomore out of Lincoln, and Jaden McCall, the sophomore out of Sierra Vista, Arizona. So Hastings and uh, Northwestern going here this afternoon, and even like we talked in the pregame show, with the coach in in a game like this, when you know you're a huge underdog, like he obviously is this afternoon, you play this game uh, one series at a time, get through the first quarter, hopefully still be in the ball game by uh, uh, halftime and then find some way to take the game into the fourth quarter maybe have a chance to uh, win this thing and, and upset the number one ranked team. But you got to play this game, I, I think, kind of in baby steps this afternoon yeah. and try to keep yourself in position to uh, make a run in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, exactly. And just like you talked about last week in the game against Dort. We did not want to get in a track meet with them. Well, that's even exactly uh, more known here against Northwestern with the offense that they put up. They do more of a, they've got more, uh, I would call them athlete speed guys out on the outside in the backfield. Defensively, they're going to be very quick as the coin toss going on at midfield. And uh, but yeah, we just we can't get to track me with these cats. These guys are too athletic. They're too good. They're number one for a reason. But there has been times when the pride of the Hastings College has come up here, and we've competed in this game and have had a chance. I can remember at almost the same position where we threw a ball into the end zone with a chance to go ahead, last play of the game, and it fell incomplete. We have competed with these guys uh, a few times, but. There's just some things up here that just don't change. The talent level, uh, I I mentioned Orvatten earlier. That was a coach way back in the day, and Matt McCarty took over for him, and Matt McCarty has done what all good assistants do underneath a legendary coach, is build the program, continue to grow it, and they won the national champion last year. Also, the trees. We are almost to where we can't see that windmill. Do you remember... When we first were coming up here, that's right, we could see that windmill. That was just a, a little tree over there, and all we can see now is the very tips of the, uh, well, what, what do you call them? The, the, the blades. The blades, there we go. All right, so, yeah, so almost covered up, but the land of the tulips
0: and the windmills. Well, that's another indication of how long we've been doing games, Jimmy. That was just a little tree when we started coming up here. Now that tree is almost as big as the windmill, which is uh, kind of the, The signature of uh, Orange City, Iowa, we can, uh, like Jimmy said, just barely see some of the plates uh, hoovering above the uh, top of the uh the trees over there. So, yeah, I didn't see any tulips on the way in either. It no, must be out of the tulip season. Well, it's pretty chilly
1: up here today, just like it was back home. Uh, I think you said highs around fifty-five here today. It's a cool day, sweatshirt-wearing day, and what a great crowd! Homecoming Saturday here for the
0: Red Raiders, and goodness, they have got a huge crowd on hand. Yeah, this is only their second home game of the season. So, in addition to homecoming, this is only their second home game of the season. And here we are; we're playing our uh, seventh game here this afternoon.
1: Well, and we're getting ready to kick off as Northwestern will be kicking to Hastings College. Look at the fans file in. It's almost like Memorial Stadium fans filing in late that have been tailgating down the parking lot. They had a huge tailgate going on down there. So uh, it's, uh, it's a lively place here for the uh, defending national champs, and we're almost ready, set to go, and the ball is in the air. Kraminga and Ray back deep. Ray can't find it in the sun as it will let it go bouncing through the end zone. We are uh, sitting here, which way uh, is this field?
0: Uh, We we determined that this is a north-south field, so Hastings is going to be moving to our left or our right here in the first quarter. That is north to south, very similar is our setup up at uh, Lloyd Wilson field exactly yeah Ray
1: the uh, high uh, kickoff was a uh, high end over end into the air looked up into the uh, into the sky and just lost it in this bright sunshine here in Orange City so here we go we're going to see the first start with uh, Carson kolachik again uh, three wide receivers to the right side any bets they go deep
0: first play all right that's been their uh, mo and they're going to try it again kolachik is going to throw the ball down in the center of the field that's going to be overthrown See, yeah, they, they go deep on the very first play. They've done it now seven games in a row, and this one is incomplete, and it's uh, now second down and ten.
1: Trying to get it downfield to uh, Wilborn. That's been the go-to guy when uh, when Nappy has been in there and they've gone deep. Only one team has been able to put pressure, and that was Briar Cliff that sent out an all-out blitz on Nappy and got him sacked. It'll be second down and ten, and there's uh, the second pass by Kolacek, and that one falls incomplete. Trying to get the ball out here to Cheetah. Three guys out here in the area. That was the Oxton and Nappy, Nappy, yeah. Yeah, and Nappy out here, and that was an errant throw. Obviously, the butterflies and the adrenaline has to be running through Carson Kolacek, but what you don't want a third and long against this defense.
0: Third down, 10 yards to go. Two incomplete passes. Hastings still at the 25-yard line, Kolonchek bobbles the ball. Now he's going to run it. Kolonchek to the 26, and it is three plays and out. So not, not a good debut for the former St. Cecilia so Bluehawk. A couple of incomplete passes and a bobbled snap, and he run for one yard. And bam, just like that, he sees a lot to punt.
1: Yeah, here we go. Uh, punting situation, and again, by the defensive stand, Northwestern is going to get uh, tremendous field position. We look at the winds here, the fly, the American flag not uh, really whipping uh, too hard, the uh, The breeze is uh, just light here in Orange City, which is kind of rare here in, in this part of the country.
0: West winds, they say, 8 miles per hour at game time. So the Broncos are going to kick the football away. It's going to be a low hanger, bounces into 50, takes a Hastings bounce across the 45, across the 40, across the 35 to the 30, and it's going to roll that down here at the uh, 28-yard line. So it wasn't pretty coming off of the, the foot of our uh, punter Sam All, Jimmy, but he got the uh, roll. And uh, it finally rolls dead down around the – they're going to mark it at the 29-yard line. So here comes the uh, Northwestern offense. 47 on the punt by
1: Sam all benefited by a big run. Downfield just uh, tumbling, tumbling on this uh, field turf. So now we see this high-powered offense, Jalen Gramstead, just a junior. We'll be tired of him by the end of the day. Hopefully the uh, Broncos can get to him. He's thrown for 1,466 yards this season.
0: He's never lost a game as a starter for a Northwestern college. He is 15-0. and 0. They swing the ball out to the far side. It's Connor McQuindland coming out of the backfield. McQuindland takes the ball to the uh, 35-yard line before he's uh, tackling the play. Pick up there of about to six yards. So they throw the ball to the uh, guy coming out of the backfield. He's at, uh, what, 13 receptions now. So not only can he rush it, he's rushed for almost 500 yards. He can also uh, catch it. That's his 13th reception. For 140 yards or so on the season. Boy, empty backfield here for the Red Raiders. Second down the four yards to go. Here's a running play. Graham's got the ball, slips one tackler, brings it across the 40, brings it out to about the 42-yard line before he is brought down into play. Tackle is made in there by Marcus Dustin for Hastings, our leading tackler. Dustin had 14 stops a week ago against the Dort defenders, but Northwestern picks up a first down. First down at their own 41-yard line.
1: Yeah, first one of the uh, afternoon for Northwestern. Dustin now with 55 total tackles on the season as Gramstad picks up six,
0: and the Red Raiders uh, on the move here early. All right, wide receivers left and right. That's in going in motion. Gramstad stands in the pocket, throws it. It's going to be caught here. Bounces off of one uh, would-be tackler and then brought down Austin Gerrard uh, with a reception there. And he's finally brought down on the play by the Broncos. Dusted again under the stop where he sings on defense. A pickup of four yards in the play. Second down and six. Northwestern has moved the ball now to the 45-yard line. The Red Raiders moving right to left here in the first quarter. Northwestern dressed in their red tops here this afternoon. Their white bottoms and their white football helmets. Hastings College and they're all whites today. Their crimson trim with their crimson football helmets. Hastings 2 and 3 on the season in the uh, G Pack. Northwestern is sitting at 4 uh, 0. Here's a pass that going to be caught and dropped down here at the Hastings College 35 yard line. Michael Story is a guy who entered in his hands and dropped it. Michael's story is one of those guys that's been around Jimmy for a long time. This guy has really torched us here in the past couple of years. He's found the end zone several times for the Red Raiders. That time he couldn't hold on to the football. That's good news for us. Yeah, he's got uh, 592 yards coming
1: in, six touchdowns on the season, almost made a uh, miraculous uh, uh, magical catch down here in front of the Red Raider bench. He's one of those that seems like he's been around for seven to eight years, and with COVID, He maybe has been around
0: that long. (laughs) I I don't know, but this guy is talented. I'll guarantee he's been six years (laughs) with the COVID year to throw it in there. Third down now for Northwestern. Third down, six yards to go from the 45. Graham said wants to throw the ball incomplete. Trying to throw the ball over here. It's an incomplete pass. Trying to find Ty Schaefer. Schaefer, uh. Unable to come over the ball. Jane Roberts is uh, back in coverage for Hastings. So good job by the Bronco defense here in the first possession. Northwestern will have to put the football away after they cranked out one first down here in this drive. Yeah, and I think
1: that maybe was tipped by a D. Lyman getting in there because uh, that was a an errant pass. Gramstad don't have him any of them. So now we got a punting situation, and this guy's been around for a long time. Eli Stater averaging 34.6. He's a tremendous field goal and extra point kicker. He gets the snap and he will kind of rugby-style off the right side. Kraminga comes up and will let it bounce, and, oh, goodness, you know where this is going?
0: Yeah, Joe, and inside the
1: five-yard line, they're going to down the the, half-yard line. Yeah, down the football down here at about the half-yard line. I tell you, that end of the field must be really tough because Kraminga come up, had a chance to field that around the 15, 16-yard line, and I think he lost it in the sun. He just run away from it and allowed it to bound, and uh, now it's all the way down inside the uh, one yard line. Well, now they're going to spot it out here at about the 7. So did it hit a Red Raider coming down? I think it might have hit one of them as it uh, bounces. So that's a a little bit of a benefit for Hastings. They'll take over at the, uh, we'll call it the uh, 8-yard line.
0: All right, so Hastings gets a little bit of a break as they down the football, down inside to 1. Carson Kolachak, who went three plays and out, back out there for Hastings on the next series. They hand the ball away to uh, Simonson. Simon gets uh, Simonson gets the ball into about the ten yard line. Hastings in uh, rushing offense this week in the uh, conference are sitting in eighth place. They're averaging only eighty point seven yards per game of rushing the football. Past couple of weeks, uh, the rushing attack has been non-existent. There's uh, Kalachek. He's gonna. Hand the ball away up inside again. Simonson, That's Simonson bringing the ball across the 10 the out to about the uh, 12-yard line. So He's now looking at a third down situation. Third down and about two six down, yards to hands. go. 11-06 to play here in the first quarter. No score between Hastings and number one ranked Northwestern. We talked
1: eight eight about the eight eight rushing uh, last night in our high school game at uh, some of the breaks. We've just got to be able to rush the football more effectively. We've got to get better, and it all starts up front.
0: There's a Kolachek. He's going to run the ball. He wanted to throw it but had nobody to go to, and he pulls uh, pulls it down and runs it to about the 11, so a loss of one. And for the second consecutive series, Hastings goes three plays and out, and Northwestern will get the ball back again. Yeah, look at the field,
1: uh, field position game we're playing now. Northwestern is going to probably get this football inside. Of the midfield stripe. It's going to be Sam All. He keeps, don't back up too much more, Sam. You'll be out of bounds. He's going to stand about five to six
0: yards deep in his own end zone. Looks like they're going to try to put some pressure on All. All gets the kick away. It's going to bounce again at the 30, across the 35 to the 40. Across the 45 is going to roll down here at the 46 yard line. And now you give the most potent offense uh, in the the conference a short field here. Jimmy is a Northwestern will start their second drive with this ball game at your 46-yard line.
1: Yep, 36 on the punt by Sam All. Again, they brought some pressure in on him. He got a good snap and kind of took that rugby style, a couple of steps off the right side, got a end-over-end low liner off, and uh, here comes that uh, offense in uh, with Gramstad. Again, we talked about Gramstad's numbers: 12 touchdowns, three interceptions. He is third in the G Pack in passing this season. Got a couple of wide receivers spread
0: over to the right side. All right. Well, the ball's on the near side. Hash, Graham said once they throw it across the middle, he does. He completes the pass at the 30. That's a Michael Story. Story takes the ball down to the 30-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Marcus Dustin for Hastings. Just like that, that's a first down. And Northwestern now on the move down here. At the Hastings College 30, no score between number one-ranked Northwestern and Hastings this afternoon.
1: Well, when these guys have uh, played together as many games as they have, they got a good uh, good sync, working uh, good timing, and uh, Story was lined up in the slot on the right side, just running down and in about uh, 10 yards, ended up running downfield a little farther, 17-yard gain, second first down, first and 10 from the 30, high snap! Sand pulls
0: it back down, Sand has got the ball, and he's hit from behind, and down he goes! R.J. McMyers Myers getting okay. through there, yeah. where he a uh, quarterback sack. Uh, sack. The uh, snap was high to Grahamstad. He juggles the ball. He was running for his life, and RJ McMyers, the big 215-pound senior from Harlem, New York, chases him down from behind, and a huge loss all the way back to the 38-yard line.
1: Eight-yard loss on the play there, and uh, boy, McMyers has had a, a good year. He has played pretty much injured every game. Last week was really beat up in that Dork game, but he looks fresh. He was able to get around the end there. And uh, an errant snap there by the center quarterback exchange.
0: Rams down with the ball. He backs up again, looks right, now looks left, comes back right. There's a pass that's going to be caught. And then uh, tackled right there, Jalen Roberts gets the uh, tackle. They give it to a Connor McQuinlan. McQuinlan just a, a short gain and a good job there by uh, Jaden Roberts of the Broncos bringing McQuinlan down right after he makes the uh, reception. So a uh, short gain of only two yards. Now Northwestern looking at third down and 16 to go against the Bronco defense.
1: Already the second catch here in the afternoon from McQuillan. Again, you talked about him coming in, 12 catches coming in. He's got 14 now. He's got two here today, 4-7. We'll give him two on the game. Going to break up third down and about 16 ball at the 36.
0: Northwestern, 62% on third down efficiency so far this season. Gramstad wants to throw. Gramstad fires the ball in and out of the hands of Michael Story. Incomplete pass. Actor in the coverage for the uh, Broncos that time was Gio Mendoza. So uh, Northwestern is looking at a fourth down now. Let's see, are they going to be in field goal range?
1: I think State Staters their kicker and punter.
0: Yeah, and I, I think yeah they're going to have a field goal attempt here. All right, this is going to be a fifty-three yard field goal attempt, and right now the winds are not blowing as. Uh, Oak Gloria is down here limped to the uh, uh, Hastings end zone. So this is a 53-yard field goal by Stater as he comes on to attempt it here from Northwestern on the far side hash mark. Stater's longest uh, field goal this year has been... uh, 54 yards and the kick is up there. It is good. What we do
1: is, is, is we give all these G Pack kickers uh, big time kicks. We had the special teams, the national and G Pack special player of the week a week ago in Dortz kicker, and uh, this one
0: here boots it right down the middle for a three nothing lead. Seven minutes and fifty seconds to play here in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score Northwestern three, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco football today. Livingston
4: Butler Vaughan Funeral Home
6: and Cremation. Livingston Butler Vaughan Funeral Home and Cremation Center is a name known for quality, caring, and excellence. For now over a century, many families in this area have turned to Livingston Butler Vaughan when their need was greatest. Today, more than ever, people are beginning to see the wisdom, logic, an economic advantage to pre-arranging a funeral. It means loved ones have more time to grieve and heal. Call Livingston Butler Ball and Funeral Home and Cremation Center today.
2: ESPN Tri-Cities. Mike well,
0: Jimmy Purcell back here at Corver Field in Orange City. A 53-yard field goal. From Eli Stater against the uh, Northwestern Run Raiders on the scoreboard, 3 nothing Northwestern with the lead.
1: And you know how kickers come out, and before they kick, they'll uh, get down on the turf, and they'll push on the ball and feel around and everything. And uh, Stater gets over top ready to tee it up, and he comes around the sideline and says, hey, I don't I don't like this ball, almost like a, a baseball pitcher throwing it back to home plate and getting a, a new ball from the the home plate umpire. Now Stader will tee that up at the 35-yard line. So a winning situation. Hastings give up the short field. Held him, Only allowed a three-point conversion there. So 3 nothing lead for Northwestern with
0: 7.50 to play. I like the way the Bronco defense has looked so far in the first two series. Here's the kickoff. Going to be fielded by the Broncos here at the 10-yard line. 15-20. 25-30 to the 32-yard line. Creminga bringing the ball back For Hastings and the Bronco defense has looked good in the first two series. The Bronco offense has not looked too good.
1: No, they've looked like they have the last uh, couple of weeks here as the offense will trot on the field. Another win. Best starting position of the day.
7: For Hastings, out
1: of the shadows of their own goal line. They'll spot it down at the 32-yard line. Going to be Kolachik in there. Going to have Simonson and Ray both in the backfield.
0: Wide receivers left and right. Kolonchak swings the ball out here. It's going to be caught by Ray. Ray to about the 33-yard line. Maybe a pickup of one, two yards here as he's run out of bounds here on the uh, near sideline. The Broncos are going to try to pick up the pace a little bit, uh, Jimmy, here. With their, they're going to try and get some more plays in against uh, Northwestern. Kolonchak's already up to the line of scrimmage here. Second down and nine yards to go. Ray is going to get the call. A sweep play to the left side at 30. And he's going to be run out of bounds at about the 33-yard uh, line. So they work it to the right side on the first play. They work it to the left side on the second play. They get about a yard on each play, and Hastings is looking at third down and eight yards to go. That's okay to speed things up, but you better be
1: getting first downs because if not, you don't give that defense much time to rest. And by the time we hit halftime, those folks are going to be—they're uh, going to be gassed. It's that was uh, actually no gain
0: off the left side, third down and nine for Hastings. The throws the ball near side. Nappy grabs the ball. There's his first, first down. reception as a Bronco as he gets to the first down stakes here at the 44-yard line. So, Eli Nappy, who's been our quarterback most of the way this season, switching out to wide receiver for this ball game, He makes his first collegiate catch for a Bronco, and he picks up a first down up here, a big one at the 44-yard line. Yeah, that was a mismatch with
1: Nappy's size. That defensive back was kind of small there trying to bring Nappy down. Big target, a little
0: over 6'3", catch of 11 yards. The is going to hand the ball away to uh, Ray this time. Ray across the 45 to the uh, 46-yard line. I'll give him a couple of yards and a play second down at eight. Here's a Bronco offense working with a new offensive line. Jaden Lawrence at left tackle. Traquan Henley, a freshman out of Lincoln High at left guard. Brock Burris the center. Jaden Lagunas at right guard. And Drake Olson, a sophomore out of Kennesaw, in there into right tackle. Here's a running play across the 50 into points, Northwestern Territory. They move the ball to the 48-yard line. That is uh, Ray again carrying the ball. So, Josh, Ray getting a, a little bit heavier workload, especially early in this football game. Yeah, going got to bring
1: Ray out of the game. We've got Shattuck's in the game now and also Brett Simonson, another. Again, this is a little different look than we've seen out of Hastings College, but a good run there by Ray, six-yard gain. There's
0: a Shattuck's with the ball, and he's going to be crushed. He's still on his feet, though. Shattuck's trying to get loose, and he's going to be brought down. We'll see when they give him forward progress. He got crushed just as he uh, got the ball. They can move the ball so back the on the other side two. of the 50-yard line. Back here to the uh, 48. Three, so we're seeing some different folks. But now Hastings again to punt the football. Officially. So they get one first down. Now and the Broncos will have to punt eight 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 on fourth eight down, eight. down and about what six yards to go here. Fourth down and six from well, their six, their own uh, 44-yard line. So here comes the Sam Hall back into the ball game to do the punting for Hastings. Good snap. All will get the ball away. Good kick. It's going to go to the far side. Bounces at the 18 across the 15 as you'll go out of bounce down around the uh, 10-yard line of Northwestern. stump. So, yeah, make him go the uh, length of the field. That was a good possession. We didn't put any points on the board. We've got a first down, and now we've got to Northwestern playing from their end of the field here.
1: Yeah, winning the field position game here in the last uh, four or five minutes. Boy, win here. Look at the offensive numbers. 28 yards off the arm of Grandstand. Rushing in totals: two carries, minus two yards. So our defense is playing very well early in, in this ball game, but they've got a lot of green turf uh, in front of them here.
0: Four minutes and forty-three seconds to play, first quarter. Number one ranked North, uh, Northwestern with a lead, three to nothing. Graham sat to throw the ball; it's incomplete again. Looking for a uh, Michael Story. Fantastic. Michael Story was the intended receiver back in coverage. For he was a uh, Jaden McCall. That one was delivered a little bit high. But story's a kind of a big target there for a Northwestern. He stands in there at six foot four, overthrows him, second down and ten. The ball sitting back here at the Northwestern twelve yard line.
1: This is not unfamiliar territory for Northwestern. They tend to get going slow. It takes a while to get that Corvette cranked up and uh, and running. But so far, the defense playing very well for Hastings.
0: All right, Graham Sand has got wide receivers split out to the left side. He wants to throw the football again. Graham Sand is going to air it out downfield. Man is out there. He overthrows him. Overthrows his intended receiver. That is Will Bunn. Bunn is a freshman out of Story City, Iowa. That one was overthrown. And it's now third down and 10 yards to go. Now Hastings, uh, maybe our first big play here, Jimmy, uh, defensively. It's third down. We can get off the field. We should get good uh, field position here. The line of scrimmage is the 12-yard line of Northwestern. Third down and 10 for the Red Raiders. I'm, I'm going to make a note of that. Our first big third down call
1: comes at 4:32 left to play in the first quarter. They'll have two uh, two wide receivers over here to the near side. One lone receiver. To the right side of the formation.
0: Grahamson fakes the ball. Here comes the pressure. Grahamson across the middle. That's incomplete. Again, Michael Storey, the intended receiver, and the Broncos crush him at the 20-yard line. The ball was overthrown. Northwestern goes three plays. Now the Bronco defense has been sensational here in the first uh, three series of this ball game, and Hastings will get the ball back here as uh, the Broncos will set up shop here with their deep man sitting at about the uh, 50-yard line here.
1: Did you feel the bouncing on the uh, floor of the press box? That wasn't from the uh, boys over here in the hospitality suite. That was the coaching staff for uh, Hastings College just to the right of us, jumping for joy on that last play. 0-3 passing for Graham as they get the ball back to Stater. He gets it off from the goal line, and that is a horrible kick by Stater. Hastings is going to have tremendous field position. We'll see where they're marking. I've got it out at about the 32
0: and the officials, you'll be pretty close to what you figure.
1: 35, 35-yard 35 line. So Hastings with a great opportunity.
0: Now we've got to put some points on the board one way or the other. Yep, yep. You have this uh, You have this opportunity here against this defense. you got to be able to capitalize, and Hastings will have a first and ten. At the Northwestern 35-yard line, it's a 3-0 to nothing ball game. Northwestern has got the lead.
1: Cheetah in the slot sporting the bright yellow
0: shoes. I like it those. It's really hard to find him. Ah, here's a Kolachek. He wants to throw the ball down the right sideline. Nappy is out there, and the ball is nearly intercepted. Mm. Ball is uh, overthrown and nearly intercepted there by the uh, Red Raiders. Back in Red coverage Red. that time was Gavin Lawrenson, a, a junior from Marchwood, Iowa. Again, so, Hastings, an incomplete pass, second down, and 10 yards to go. Ball is sitting at the 35-yard line where Corver Field in Orange City, Iowa, this afternoon. Hastings in number one ranked Northwestern. There's a, a running play there. Simonson is going to be hitting down. He goes. Yeah. Loss in the play back here at the 39-yard line. A loss of about to four yards on the play. Getting through there for uh, Northwestern was Jacob Dragsta. He's a good one, a sophomore from a Sioux Center, Iowa. 20 tackles, four and a half tackles for loss, and two quarterback sacks coming into the football game here this afternoon. Now he seems looking at third down, actually a loss of three on that last play. Third down and 13, the Broncos need a big play right here. Well, it's okay to
1: go deep on first down, but you better be able to run the football a little bit, and that was uh, not a very good play. Hastings struggling, rushing the football. Kolachik will throw deep
0: again. Down the left sideline, that's going to be overthrown. So Hastings waste the great field position that they had here. Started this drive at the 35. We lose at three yards on the series. Now the Broncos will have to punt the football away and rely on their defense again to... Got to keep this offense in check for Northwestern.
1: But we've got to start getting some first downs because you can't go three and out, three and out, three and out, and expect our defense, let alone to get any coaching on the sideline, but to get a breather over there. They have played excellent so far. You can't let them get gassed in this game. All's going to stand back across midfield at about the 46. Hastings on offense, 12 through
0: the air, 8 on the ground. All has got the ball. He's going to punt it away, uh, keep it away from uh, the Red Raiders. It's going to bounce and it's going to go into the end zone. So a touchback, the punter is going to go 38 yards, but we get the uh, touchback, and Northwestern will come out from their own end zone here with a 3-0 lead.
1: Break that down a little bit. Kolachik's first college start, he is 2 of 6 passing, 12 yards. The Broncos have rushed it 9 times for just 8 yards. Simonson with 3 carries for 3 yards. Well, we have just had a awful time in the last few weeks rushing the football again, averaging just a tick over 80 yards per game for Northwestern. Gramstad's thrown for 28 yards. He is 4 of 11 passing, and the Bronco uh, rush defense, very good. Two carries, minus two. We'll see what uh, Northwestern dials up here for the Bronco D. All
0: right, Gramsett back out there. Wide receivers, a pair of them will split to the uh, left side of the formation. One to the right side. Jalen Gramsett, a junior from Leicester, Iowa, in control here. He's going to hand the ball away. That's a McQuinland with the ball. McKin- uh, McQuinlan across the uh, 20 to about the uh, 22. So they've run the ball, what, three times so far in this ball game, and he sings right there defensively, not giving up a whole lot in uh, rushing defense here. It's going to be a pickup of three, second down and seven. The line of scrimmage now to 23 for Northwestern. Three minutes to play here in the first quarter. Three nothing. Northwestern with the lead.
1: Now McQuillan's their go-to guy. He's their number one tailback in there, with uh, just right at 500 yards on the season, average just a tick under 100. 99.8. That's second in the G pack. He picks up three on his first carry of the day.
0: Here's his uh, next one. The next carry, 25. He's at a 30. Finds the seam. 35, 40, still on his feet. 45. As he run out of bounds, close to the uh, 50-yard line. I'll give him a pickup there of about 27 yards on the play. Yard line. So uh, Connor McQuinland, the senior from Leavenworth, Kansas, breaks loose here, and that's what they do. You stop him, you stop him, you stop him, and then all of a sudden they get a big play—a 27-yard gain there by Connor McQuinland and Northwestern in business. Now they're going to put uh, put the football down to Hastings College 49.
1: Yeah, nice hole off the left side. He got out into the open space, and again he shows his speed. Broke a couple of tackles at about the 40 and got
0: it across midfield. All right, uh, Graham said. he's young wide receivers left and right. Graham said, "Wants to throw, throws it across the middle." Michael Story, Story at the 25, 20, 15, 10, five. He races to the end zone, touchdown. Michael Story gets a touchdown, 49-yard scoring strike, and Northwestern goes out on the top, nine to nothing.
1: He can go away and graduate anytime. He has just been a thorn in our side for the past, who knows, six, seven years. He's been around forever with COVID and whatnot. But uh, 49 yarder to add to his total for Story, that gives him 647 yards on the season, his seventh touchdown. He is second in the G Pack on touchdowns. And now we got Eli Stater in the game for Northwestern. It was just a matter of time, just a matter of time before the, the gates started to leak.
0: Alright, so Stater back into the ball game. He had a field goal a little while ago of 53 yards. Here comes his first attempt at a PAT that goes through the pipes and it is good. We've got a timeout, two minutes and four seconds to play. Here in the first quarter, we'll take a break with a score, Northwestern 10, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football.
2: ESPN Tri-Cities.
0: Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back at Corver Field in Orange City, Iowa this afternoon. 10 to nothing is the score. Now number one ranked Northwestern with a lead over Hastings College. It's been the inability so far. The Bronco offense has not been able to get uh, anything going. What have we got, one first down so far? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, one first down. You know, I, I mentioned they had a lot of uh, green turf in front of them. I didn't know they were going to travel all that green turf as the ball blows off the tee here. Just kind of some light and gusty uh, winds here at uh, Orange City. But, uh, yeah, they we uh, were able to, to pin them back deep. They had the 28-yard run by uh, McQuillan, and then they hit Story the uh, – Very gifted wide receiver. He's just a big target. He's tough to bring down, and he's got a lot of speed. And it's 10-0 Northwestern as Praminga and Ray back deep at their own five.
0: Here comes the uh, boot, and it's going to be Ray. And a chance here from about the five-yard line. Quickly back to the uh, 15 to the 20. 25, and he's going to be brought down at about the uh, 26-yard lines. That's where the Hastings offense will come back out on their own twenty six. Again, uh, he seeing not much uh, going here offensively, Jimmy, in the first quarter.
1: No, again, as we talked about, Kalachik his first collegiate start, he's two of six, massing for 12 yards. The Broncos rushed at nine times for eight yards. Ray's got uh, three carries for eight yards. Simonson, uh, three carries for three yards. And uh, we're going to have trips out the right side. They'll send Will Austin across the field in motion. And oh, now, boy,
0: now we got a mess. Yeah, now we got everybody in motion. We got everybody in motion. <laughs> yeah. uh, Drake Olson was in motion, and he shouldn't be. He's yeah. the right tackle. No, I was going
1: to say, there's some of those big boys up there. The younguns—they're big, big cats. Oh, four
0: yeah, Olson is a uh, six-foot-four, 275-pound sophomore out of Kennesaw, Former Kennesaw Blue Devil, now playing for us at right tackle. Yeah, well, they they
1: analyzed a lot of these guys uh, this week with all the injuries they've had, and this is what they come up with. These were the guys that that played the hardest all week and you get one of the big guys' move, it's pretty easy
0: for the officials to see. All right, Kolachek is going to hand the ball away, and that's going to go uh, straight ahead. Not much there. They had the uh, five-yard penalty, okay, and they bring the ball to the uh, almost to the 25 anyway. We're going to mark it at the 24. Second down, second down and about 14 yards to go for the uh, Broncos, working left to right here in the first quarter. Northwestern out on top of Heastings, by the score of 10 nothing. Kolachek. He's going to have to run with it. He still has got the ball. Now he throws it. Austin is going to catch the ball. But was he in bounce? No, he was out of bounds, right in front of the uh, Northwestern bench. Blanchak in the and pocket, and he was flushed out of there. Came all the way to the sideline and finally got rid of it to Austin. But he was uh, out of bounds. couldn't keep his uh, feet on the green turf. Incomplete pass in his third down. And 14 yards to go.
1: He was, yeah, he was past the line of scrimmage. He Line of scrimmage was at about the 24-yard uh, line. And uh, when Carson threw that, he's about the 25-yard line running for his life. Had three Red Raiders trailing him, and uh, he just tried to get it downfield. And Fitchell just kind of tossed the, the flag down there gently. Second penalty for Hastings in the football game. Now pushes him back to at about the 19-yard line. they got to bring it all the way out to the 37-yard uh, line for a first down.
0: Kolachak has got the ball again. He's going to be pressured. Kolachak throws the ball on the far side. It's going to be incomplete. Ethan Wilborn was going to come back to the ball to try to grab it. He couldn't come up with it. So, again, the Broncos are going to have to put the football away. You can't get into this game. Your offense is going to have to come up with something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Northwestern going to send a man back. That's Ty. Ty Schaefer going back deep here for uh, for Northwestern. He'll stand just across midfield.
0: Hastings doesn't necessarily have to score points. You'd like to, but you got to get some first downs. Like you said,
1: well, you, you just can't afford to be giving the ball back to, to Northwestern. Hastings has run seventeen offensive plays for just twenty-one yards. The ball comes back to all. He is able to get into it, one of them low-lining spirals that will be
0: fielded at the 43. Schaefer brings him back to the 45, and he's going to be drugged down at about the 50-yard uh, line. Jake Bargan down in special teams to bring him down, but now you're giving Northwestern a 50-yard field well, here.
1: You know, we've given them the short field and been able to stop them. The one time we give them a long field, had them pinned back, back deep, they went, to, what, 90 yards in a couple of plays. So uh, we'll see what they what they dial up here, but it's a, the same old cats that are out there. It'll be Story lined up. He'll be right about at the numbers here on the near side of the field. They'll have one wide receiver out past the far side hash, and McQuillan will be off the left hip of Gramstad. Now he's going to change positions and go to the right side.
0: All right, Jalen Gramstad is uh, going to send a man in motion across the. Uh... Formation here. He's going to hand the ball away to McQuinlan. Out of takes the ball down to about yard the 45-yard line of hissing. So a quick pickup of five yards in a play. for Connor McQuinlan, a six-foot-one, 210-pound senior running back out of Leavenworth, Kansas, pick up of five second down and five yards to go. Under a minute to go here in the first quarter. A 53-yard field goal for a Northwestern and a 49-yard touchdown pass. And the Red Raiders have got a ten to nothing lead over Hastings They're toward the tail end of the first quarter. Grahamson has got the ball again. He hands it away. That's going to be McQu- uh, McQu- uh, McQuinlan with the ball That's across the three. forty, down to about the thirty-nine uh, yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. In fact, they're going to spot it at the thirty-eight. So a first down there for a Northwestern. Red Raiders. They just control the ball and they can do it easily. On the ground and uh, through the air with our junior quarterback, Jalen Graham, set, But that is going to be the end of the first quarter. First quarter in the books here this afternoon from Corver Field in Orange City, Iowa. And the score after one, it's number one ranked Northwestern with a lead. The Red Raiders 10. The Broncos nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football.
9: Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street. Proud to
2: support all area student-athletes. Your home for Bronco sports is ESPN Tri-Cities.
0: Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back in Orange City, a 53-yard field goal. From Eli Stater and a 49-yard touchdown pass from Jalen Gramstad, the Michaels story 10-0 is the score Northwestern with a lead. First quarter numbers brought to you by
1: the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Quickly for Northwestern, 118 total yards on 18 offensive plays. For Hastings College, 17 offensive plays, 21 yards. One first down for Hastings, five first downs for Northwestern. The Red Raiders start the second quarter
0: at the Bronco. 38-yard line, first and 10. All right, Northwestern now left to right here in the quarter number two. Play action pass. Graham said no pressure. Throws the ball downfield. It's going to be caught for the touchdown. It's going to be caught for the touchdown. They said he was
1: juggling going out of the end zone. He is going to lobby, but the official was right there. Wow, I thought he had her brought right in. His back was to us up here in the uh, the press box facility, but he said that he was juggling the ball going out of bounds. Boy, that would have been a, another big pass. They've already had a 49-yarder to Michael Story, but that one there would have been 38 yards, but
0: juggling as he goes
1: out of bounds, Austin, incomplete.
0: Austin Gerard was a guy out there for a Northwestern. I like to see that on replay. Looked like yeah, he completely I had that ball.
1: Yeah, I know it. Again, he had his back uh, shielded to us, so we couldn't see what was going on. But
0: man, he dropped that right over the shoulder pad. Second down, 10 yards to go now from the 38. Well, Quinlan with the ball as he moves it off a left tackle across the 35 down to the uh, Bronco 34-yard line. Give him a pick of a four. And now Northwestern will be looking at third down and six. Again, uh, this team is 62%, Jimmy, 62% on third down efficiency. I don't know if I've ever seen any team uh, that converts their third downs uh, above 60%, but this group does. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Like I said, they... They very well, barring any uh,
1: injuries, they could uh, make another deep run in the playoffs. Uh, they're sitting at number one right now,
0: but they are as gifted as they were a year ago. There's uh, Set with the ball, sprints out right side. He holds it. Here comes the pressure. Gets away. Gramsat now is going to fire the ball into the end zone. Michael Story comes up with the ball. Penalty flags are down. Story was out of bounds as they continue to wrestle out of bounds down there. There's a penalty flag down. I think Hastings is going to be hit. With a uh, pass interference call down here. Did you
1: see the Hastings defender? Yeah, he was... All the way from about the eight-yard line had a hold of Michael Story's jersey and just kept holding and pulling on it. Story almost come up with the the catch in the end zone, so that'll be the third penalty on Hastings here
0: in this half of football. All right, so it's going to be a holding call on Hastings. <laughs> then they continued to wrestle. It was yeah. like a... Uh, yeah, WWE. I, I... I couldn't every time I try to throw those uh, letters out there, you would say I was like in the Stone well, Age. you're in the WWF. That, that's that's where I thought it was. Anyway, you know,
1: I don't watch it, but I I just you know what I was talking about. I, I do know, I do. I I've been around you long enough. I can I can you can just kind of stutter a little bit, and I know what you're trying to get out. So they'll bring the football all the way down to the 19 yard line. 14:03 left to go here till half. Now we got a little conference down on the field with the officials. They want to make sure they got. The clock and everything set. 10 nothing, Northwestern, and they're looking for more.
0: Yeah, they're in the uh, Bronco Red Zone. We're just underway here in the second quarter. Number one ranked Northwestern and Hastings here this afternoon. Bramstad comes out. He's got to two wide receivers to the right side. pair of wide receivers to the left. Pistol set here. They pitch the ball back to a McQuinlan. McQuindland at the 15 to the 10. He's going to be... Knocked out a or just kind of ran out of real estate as the Broncos have strung it out to the short side of the field. But McQuillan takes the ball. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds at about the 13. It's going to bring up a second down and four situation, pick up a six on the last play, 13.40 to play until halftime.
1: McQuillan on the, uh, on the way to another big game, already six carries, 53 yards. Boy, he's got that burst. Once he gets outside, he wants to shift gears. He can get around the corner. In a hurry, Hastings took a good
0: angle, but he still picked up six. He's going to get a call again here, breaks back at the 10. He's at the five, three, Out inside three, to the line. five to about the uh, four-yard line. That's going to be a first down. He rushed for over 100 yards last week for a Northwestern in that 42-21 to 21 win over Northwestern, over the uh, Midland University Warriors. So it's going to be a first down, first down and goal from the four-yard line. Northwestern out on top of Hastings has scored 10 to nothing, and the Red Raiders looking for more here.
1: Three carries and 19 yards for the Red Raiders here in just the uh, second quarter. That was a nine-yard burst by McQuillen. He's in the backfield at the 10.
0: He'll get the handoff. He angles off to the right side, takes the ball down to about the two. He's brought down there, Jaden Roberts, the one, to do, one yeah. of the guys who uh, got up there. Caden Egger out of the stop for the Bronco defense. Give him a pickup of two. Now it's second down and goal. Northwestern with the ball. Right here at the two-yard line, right in the center of the field here. Northwestern, they huddle up one of the very few teams that will huddle up in the uh, the conference. Now they sprint up to the line of scrimmage. Second down and goal from the two-yard line. McQuintland with the ball. McQuindland takes the ball down to about the one-yard line. Harrison Uday, Caden Egger into the stop for the Bronco defense. But well, they're inching the ball toward the goal line. Now it's third down, third down and goal. The ball resting between the uh, one and two yard line down here.
1: Well, this would definitely be a uh, winning situation for Hastings defensively if they can keep him out of the end zone here and only allow a field goal with the uh, the offense that uh, Northwestern has. Now we got uh, what are they going to respot the ball? I think that's right where they stopped him, right in the hole at the one.
0: It looked like Kate Neiger kind of. Kicked the ball back about a half a oh, half a you, yard. There,
1: you can't do that.
0: So the official comes in uh, response to football right about the one third down and goal here for uh, Northwestern. Graham sat with the ball, gives it away again to McQuillan. McQuillan runs over a man at the one yard line, takes the ball into the end zone for the touchdown.
1: For McQuillan on the uh, season number nine, as far as touchdowns go, that uh, is first in the G Pack the uh, tailback position again. They just kind of had a delayed draw handoff to the left side of the field and he took it in virtually uncontested. So now Northwestern extends their lead. at 16 to nothing with 11.40 left to go here till halftime. Eli Stater in the game again for Northwestern.
0: All right, Stater, he's uh, 25 out of 26 on extra points so far this season. Here's the uh, next try. It's going to be up there. It is good. The point after touchdown is good. We've got a timeout. 11 minutes and 40 seconds to play in the first half here in Oregon City. The score down Northwestern 17. Hastings College nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football.
7: The world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill in Hastings is celebrating 25 years. 25 years because of all of you. 25 years of good food, great service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere. Bullseye is open six days a week for lunch and dinner. Stop in today and see why we are world-famous. Our burgers, steaks, and wings, along with a drink menu with something for everyone. To everyone in the Adams County area, thank you for making us world famous and for 25 years. Come see us today across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings.
2: ESPN Tri-Cities, KICS Hastings, KXPN Kearney.
0: Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back at Corver Field here in Orange City, Iowa. 17-0, Hastings is a trailing here in the ball game, and now, yeah, you, you gotta wonder now how far do you go with a Carson Kolachek? Are you, you committed to him for the entire ball game, or do we we go back to Eli Nappy?
1: You know, I understand the the change, you know, and you add another weapon out there on the edge with a uh, Nappy and his size, and he uh, had a great week of practice at wide receiver, but. We just haven't had no time for Carson to throw it. When he has thrown it, he's, uh, I think, got some butterflies. He's been uh, ineffective with
0: his arm, his stater, into the football. It'll come down to Kerminga at the 10. On the sideline, he's going to be run out of bounds as he brings it across the uh, 20-yard line. <laughs> looks like he just ran out of bounds. Yep, yeah, just uh, run out of bounds over there, run out of real estate. I see...
1: Uh, the coaching staff talking to Kalachik, so he's going to come in again. It's really not that he's been ineffective; it's just that's how good this defense is. And and the bad thing is, is, is he's going to be shadowed down. Even though if he if he gets pulled out and replaced by Nappy, it's it's still the defense you're going against. They're they're unbelievable. Number one uh, in the conference. They'll stay with him. Uh, going to have this uh, two back look in the backfield. There, it's going to be uh, Simonson and Ray.
0: All right, Kalachek back in. Another freshman from Hastings, St. SSA. Fakes the ball, throws the far side. It's going to be caught over there. That's a Nappy. Nappy makes the reception, but a short gain to about the uh, 22. Now Browns is going to try to quicken the pace up here. We're going to already line up here at the line of scrimmage. A pick up up two. Second down and eight. In fact, uh, we're ready to go before the official spots of football. Yeah, Nappy's second
1: catch of the football game. Nappy might like that wide receiver position. He's been beat around in the last few weeks at quarterback, running for his life. He might like that little reprieve out there on the outside.
0: Second down and eight. Kalanchak is going to hand the ball away. Again, the Broncos with no rushing attack whatsoever. They're going to bring the ball to about the 21, so actually a loss of a yard and a play by uh, Simonson. Hastings quickly up to the line of scrimmage again. Now we're looking at third down and nine. Again, we talk
1: about the speed. That's fine. You keep the defense uh, on edge and out of timing, but you're not picking up first downs. Your defense gets no break.
0: Third down now for Hastings. Third down and nine from the 21. Wide receivers left and right. Here's Kolachek, wants to throw, being pressured again. Kolachek rolling to his right. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught. That's a nappy. Did he hang on to it on the sideline? Yes, he did. Reception is made, and that's a first down. So, Hastings will move the sticks. A nice catch there by the former quarterback, Eli Nappy. He comes down with the ball here at the 33-yard line. First and 10 for the Broncos. Second first down
1: of the afternoon for Hastings. And for Nappy, that's already three catches and 26 yards. He's leading all receivers. And he was our quarterback
0: leading up to this game. Well, every week, Matt, Matt said he had a good uh, week. Yeah, he's got a great set of hands. All right, here's a Kalachak and a hand the ball away. That's a Simonson. Simonson again. Nothing there as he gets the ball to the 35. A uh, pickup, maybe of a couple of yards in a play. We'll give him two. Why not? Right second down. Well, they're going to the ball to the 34. Pickup of up one. Second down and nine. Hastings working right to left here in quarter number two. Broncos are trailing in the ballgame by a score of 17 to nothing. Another running play. Simonson breaks outside the numbers. 35 to the 36-37 yard line before he has a run out of bounds on the far side. Over there for Northwestern. Making the play on the ball was Morris Hofer. Hofer is the senior defensive end from Oneida, South Dakota. Runs him out of bounds. Broncos now looking at third down. Third down, five yards to go. Line of scrimmage is the 33-yard line. Pair of wide receivers out to the left side. One wide receiver. That's uh, Nappy split out to the right side of the formation. Josh Ray now in the uh, pistol set as the uh, running back. Here's uh, Kalachak. He wants to throw Kalachak down the left sideline. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted here by a Northwestern. Red Raiders have got the ball at the uh, 25. Back to the 30-yard line, and he's run out of bounds. Northwestern gets the pick. That's Cody Mosier, and that is his fourth interception of the year. The eighth interception for Northwestern. The fourth one by Cody Mosier, the junior from Rock Valley, Iowa, and the Red Raiders have the ball back here.
1: At One time last year, there was three Mosiers playing on this team. There was twin brothers, and then Cody was the youngster. He's in there raising the havoc now, a thorn in the side, only a junior. We're going to have him around. The Mosier family has just had a field day in their careers up here at, uh, at Orange City. And obviously, uh, communication error. It took Kalachik to get a long time to get the play in from Coach Foz on the sidelines. Then the ball downfield was nowhere near a Bronco. That was uh, an easy reception for Mosier.
0: All right, so a turnover in the Broncos. There's a pass thrown out to a story that actually bounces to him. It's going to be incomplete, so it's going to bring up a second down and ten. Other games going on in the conference today. Doan is playing in Sioux City against Briar Cliff. Mount Marty has the opportunity to head up north to play uh, Jamestown. Midland is at Dort. Hastings playing at Northwestern today. And Concordia is at Morningside. Homecoming activities here at uh, Orange City. They had their Hall of Fame induction ceremony earlier today, you understand, on a uh, Saturday, which is a little bit different than uh, we do. Second down in 10 yards to go. Line of scrimmage is the 30. Now uh, penalty flags are down. The illegal procedure is going to be the call here on Northwestern.
1: Going to be the first penalty for Northwestern here in the game. We've got a – not too many times do we come to the opposing team's facility on homecoming where they do the alumni and the Hall of Fame, but we've got a familiar face and a familiar name that was uh,
0: inducted into that Hall of Fame. I saw Dr. Bob Bullrechter who was – on the Hastings College staff, he was the athletic director and then uh, moved on, but uh, big bad Bobby, he played here, he coached here.
1: He was one of the coaches, yeah, yeah he was on the staff, and he uh, he's in attendance somewhere here, but he guaranteed Coach uh, Franzen that he wasn't going to be
0: uh, wearing the red, he was going to be wearing the crimson today. All right, it's going to be a second down and 15 now. Gramsat with the ball, Gramsat is going to run it, holds on to a 25, he gets to the 30, he's going to be wrapped up and thrown down here. Yeah, about the 31-yard line. Gio Mendoza will bring him down now. A penalty flag goes down as well.
1: I'll bet this is a targeting call on uh, on Hastings. As uh, the, the uh, player Gramstab was going down, Gavin White come over and uh, he wanted a part of it. And he led uh, appeared to be leading with his
0: helmet. We'll get the call right here. There's a personal foul.
1: Personal foul, face mask.
0: Yep, that's going to be a, a face-mashing call against uh, Gavin White. So yeah, He was up around his headgear when he came over. No
1: need for that. They already had him wrapped up, bringing him down. We've talked about this in the last few weeks. It drives uh, Matt Franzen crazy when there's uh, foolish penalties on his team. And, uh, boy, here a few weeks ago against Briarcliff, what well, they have, eight of them in, in a game. That's unlike a Bronco team. They uh, normally are uh, very – few penalties in a game and when they make foolish ones like that it drives him nuts and that'll give him a fresh set of downs and move the
0: football out to the 47 yard line he's actually number one in the conference in the the penalty category the least amount of penalty yardage on the season here they pick up a 15 yarder there gramstand throws the ball down the far sideline oh beautiful catches oh, made no. over there at the 27 yard line that's a Michael Story coming up with a sensational catch down here at the Hastings College twenty seven yard line, first down to the Red Raiders. Twenty
1: nine yard pass and catch and he dropped that just right. He could have threw that into a five gallon bucket over there. It came right in over top of the defender and over top of Story's shoulder pads. But more importantly, those big cats up front are giving Gramstad all kinds of time. He can sit back there and eat lunch. Waiting to uh, for his uh, pass uh, run route, guys, to get open. Holy cow, he's got all kinds of time back there. First down, that is the ninth on the day.
0: 17 nothing is the score. Northwestern has got the lead. Gramstad hands the ball away. They angle off on the uh, right side to take the ball to about the 26 uh, yard line. This is Logan Meyer, who's into the ball game now, spelling at Connor McQuinlan, who has carried the load throughout much of the uh, first half. Logan Meyer is a six-foot-one, 225-pound junior from Alford, Iowa. He had uh, 19 rushes, 81 yards, three touchdowns coming into the football game there this afternoon. His first rush is for zero yards, no gain in the play. Second down and 10, ball sitting uh, squarely at the 26-yard line of Heastings. Northwestern working from our left to our right in the uh, quarter number two. They've got the 17-0 lead. Ramsat throws the ball. It's going to be caught here. Short gain, pushed out of bounds at about the uh, 23. Reception is made there by a Ty Schaefer and uh, written out of bounds there by a Caden Egger, one of the linebackers for the Broncos. A pickup of uh, about three yards and a play, third down and seven. Think about this.
1: Northwestern, their offensive players are leading or at least in the top three of a lot of categories in the G Pack and in the nation on the offensive side of things. They have probably yet to be playing deep into the fourth quarter, so they're really only playing about uh, maybe three and a half quarters, maybe a half of football, and still putting up these kind of numbers. It is uh, it is amazing.
0: 17 nothing Northwestern with a lead. Threatening again at the Broncos, 23. Gramstad with the ball, fires it. It's going to be caught. Michael Story with the ball. He drops the ball, picked up by Hastings. The Broncos have a turnover. Marcus Dustin comes up. With a ball as a story, as it, jarred loose. And Marcus Dustin is right there for the Broncos. He gets his first fumble recovery of the season. Hastings College with a ball. And Michael's story,
1: a big story, potentially here as he comes running off, holding that right hand along his hip like either a shoulder or a hand injury. Got hit on that uh, That right side, I'll keep a peek on him on the sideline. Uh, looks like he's moving it around a little bit more. But anyway, Hastings comes up with the turnover. That was going to be a a decent gain down around the 15-yard line. But they come up with it at the 13-yard line, first and 10, going north for the Broncos. All right,
0: Hastings, right before halftime here with 541, the play is going to hand the ball away. And again, uh, nothing is there. That is running the ball against a uh, brick wall here. And uh, uh, Josh Ray picks up maybe a yard, second down and nine. Northwestern on rush defense, number three in the conference. They allow only 77.8 yards per game. Doing much better than that here today. Second down and nine here for the Broncos, an option play. Ray has got the ball down the sideline, 25-30. It's going to be hit out of bounds over there at about the uh, 35. That should be enough for a first down. We'll see when the officials spot the ball. They give them the 35. That's a first down. That's going to be the case. The Broncos move the six. That
1: is the longest play rushing from scrimmage for Hastings here today. That was an 11-yard run by Ray. Now 16 yards in the second quarter, 9 in the first quarter, 25 total for Hastings rushing.
0: There's Josh Ray again. Looks inside. bricks outside. 30-35. Josh Ray at the 40. Makes a move. He's, uh, he'll be finally brought down out here mm-hmm. around the uh, 44-yard line. So Josh Ray providing a little spark in our offensive flow here today. The freshman out of Cumbie, Louisiana, had just 66 yards coming into the football game here this afternoon.
1: 32 or 31 on two carries. That was a 20-yard run. That one there is the longest play from scrimmage, and they'll hand it off now to Shaddix off the right side.
0: Shaddix moves the ball down to about the uh, 46. Spins away. We'll see if he was uh, ruled down here at the... Forty-six yard line. Nope, they're going to give the forty-nine. Now he kind of came down on top of a player's knee. Really didn't hit the turf, and he spun away as he moves it to the forty-nine. They'll right. give him that forty-nine yard line. 28, 28, uh, pick 28, 28, up a four, 28, 28, four yards, yards in the play. Second down and six. Now there's a Kolacek. His pass nearly intercepted. Nearly intercepted. Just off of the uh, fingertips of a Clayton Bosma. Bosma, a uh, junior from, from Sioux Center, in his hands and right through his hands. Third down. Two center. Two center. Uh, how, di- how, did, how
1: did Dort allow him to get out of town? <laughs> That's amazing. We turn at the corner. I kind of chuckle every time we get up here. They are six miles apart. Six miles apart, and they both are great
0: football teams. Well, I'm Jack Throw throwing again. He does right on the money there. A reception is made by Carson Party. Party, the uh, tight end out of Lincoln, the freshman. Pulls her in. That's going to be enough for another first down. Hastings has got the ball down here, moving the ball now against the Red Raiders at the 37. we got 3.36 to play second quarter in a 17-0 ball game. First down, number five for Hastings, and
1: now a juggled snap. Kolacek going to make the best of it. He'll take it off the left side and not get uh,
0: much at all. Kolacek bobbles the uh, snap, and then uh, that was actually blown up, so Kolacek just tries to run it himself. He does here to the uh, 37, no game. Second down, 10 yards to go for Hastings. 3.09 to play in the second quarter. 17 0. Red Raiders with a lead, but Hastings on the move. They their best uh, possession so far in the first half. Shaddocks has got the ball, looks inside, and tries to bounce it, and he's brought down on the play. down on the play, that's uh, Jacob Dragsta. Again, the defensive lineman, the uh, sophomore. Another kid from Sioux Center, Iowa, making the stop there for the uh, Red Raiders. That was a loss of a yard. Third down and 11 yards to go. The ball now at the Northwestern 38 with 2.5 to play.
1: Hastings moved the football across midfield uh, seemingly easy, and now things have tightened up a little bit. They look at a third down and 11.
0: Blanchak throws the ball, and it's going to be in and out of the hands of uh, Cheetah. Jayshon Wright couldn't hang on to the ball, and now Hastings like, well, looked like a uh, nice little drive going for us. Now it's fourth
1: down and 11. It don't matter. We're going for it anyway. Look at the uh, dice getting rolled. Cheetah was running to the far sidelines. He stopped at his tracks and started clapping, and Hastings will signal in. What kind of uh, play call would you have here at fourth and eleven?
0: Now I think Hastings wants to talk to things over here. They will call a timeout. Timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. Right across the street from the water park. We'll take a timeout 224 to play first half. It is Northwestern 17. Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco football.
2: Your home for Bronco sports is ESPN Tri-Cities.
0: Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back at Corver Field in uh, Orange City. He sings will have to punt. So the Broncos put a nice drive together. Takes the ball into Northwestern territory, and then uh, things kind of bogged down, and he sings will have to punt in fourth down at 11. All is into the football game. All is going to punt it now. As he hits it at the 10 to the 5, the oh, Broncos boy. right down there. They knocked the ball back into uh, the field of play here. And they're going to down the football down around the 5-yard line. Actually, boy. down around the 2. Yeah, great effort there downfield.
1: The rosters are so far away from a uh,
2: –
1: you, you, We've got stuff taped up everywhere. Not a lot of room in our facility up here, but I get you a name. That was a great effort down there right around the 1-yard line, the uh, – Special teams player uh, dove into the end zone to grab the ball and throw it back out without touching any part of the turf, and they'll down it at the two-yard line. So a great job on special teams. It almost looked like all was going to take off and run it around the right side. I, I know they probably give him the choice and uh, let him know that if it's open, take off with it. It, it kind of closed up in a hurry, and he got away a, a good kick. So now Northwestern pinned uh, against their own goal line here at the two-yard line with
0: 2.15 left to go till half. Northwestern with a lead, 17-0 over Hastings. There's Connor McQuillan carrying the ball. Connor brings it to the 5-yard line, and he's uh, brought down there. Right about to 5, so a short pickup. That's a Caden Egger in the stop for Hastings on defense. Give him a pickup of about a 3 on the play. Second down and 7, inside 2 minutes to play now. In the second quarter, number 1-ranked Northwestern with a lead over Hastings, 17-0.
1: Quillen ranking up some good numbers. 11 carries now, 69 yards. He has one touchdown in the game. They'll
0: throw. Grahamstown from his own end zone is going to throw the ball out here. There's a man out here, the ball is going to be picked off. Picked off by the Broncos' Gio Mendoza. He gets his third interception of the season. Nice pick for the Broncos, and Hastings again with their second consecutive turnover here, Jimmy. They recovered that fumble back here on Michael Storey, and now Gio Mendoza gets a pick, and Hastings has the ball back with a minute and 37 seconds to play here in the second quarter.
1: Trying to get the ball downfield on the deep route to Austin Girard, and that was uh, going to be a circus catch no matter who come up with it. That was kind of thrown inside from both, uh, receiver, and defender, and Mendoza made a great adjustment to it and brings it down inside midfield.
0: All right, so here's a Kolachak back out there. He backs up. Here comes the pressure. Kolachak running again to the far side. Penalty flags are down, and Kolachak, he goes down. Back here at the 47-yard uh, line, so a loss on the play. Now we'll check out the penalty flag, probably a hold yeah, here for the Broncos. Yep,
1: trying to get the quarterback out of the pocket again. The pressure was intense. There is the call holding. That will be the fifth penalty on Hastings College here in this football game. the young offensive line trying to do what they can to keep uh, keep the uh, defense, them uh, big dudes up front off of the freshman quarterback in Kalache. Second half.
0: All right, so it's uh, going give me a penalty marched off on the uh, Broncos. Holding call on Hastings. Well,
5: the game clock operator.
0: Set the game clock. So a minute and uh, 24 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Hastings is trailing 17 to nothing. Broncos now looking at a first and 15 situation. Ball is a push back here to the forty-eight yard line.
10: Second and fifteen for Hastings.
0: So wide receivers uh, left and right. Actually, should be second down and fifteen yards to go. They got it. A uh, first and 15 on the board. Kalanchak wants to throw. Kalanchak has got a man open out here. It's going to be intercepted. The ball is overthrown. And the ball intercepted back to the 30-yard line. At the 40, 45, 50. 45 of Hastings makes a cut back to the center of the field. He's going to open at the 35 to the 30. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. He dives for the end zone. It's going to be a touchdown. It's going to be a touchdown. Bringing the ball back there. For the Northwestern was Cody Mosier. He gets his second pick of the day, his fifth interception of the uh, season, and he takes that ball. uh, Let's see, now the officials are going to talk here. Uh, The one that was really running with a play goes up uh, with a touchdown indication, but now the celebration being brought to a screeching halt here as the officials have spotted something. The officials have spotted something downfield here. He returns the ball for a touchdown. It's going to be an illegal block on Hastings, uh, and I think the touchdown is going to stand. How do you have an illegal block when you are
1: you turn into the defensive team on an interception? got that down as an 80-yard pick six. He was trying to get the ball downfield to Wilborn, and that ball was just overthrown. Mosier again playing center field, second pick of the day, 80-yard pick six, and the Red Raiders had six more, 23 to nothing now inside a minute to play they'll half.
0: That's going to be a backbreaker, Jimmy, because we had the ball again on a uh, pick for ourselves, and we had the ball in uh, Northwestern territory. Then we throw a uh, pick six coming back the other way. 23 to nothing. Now Northwestern has got the lead. Bozier just uh, slices his way through <laughs> the Bronco offense coming back the other way. And I don't think anybody got a hand on him. He just kind of sliced through there like, a, like butter on a knife and bread, like a toast. Got, back the other way. How about a
1: hot knife through butter? You
0: kind of like that. There
1: you go. There you go. I got a stater into the game, and that one is up and through. But, yeah, just amazing how he he, he got through all the massive humanity. He made about three guys look foolish. Brett Simonson, one of them, as he made moves downfield, and then they get us for a, 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 an illegal block.
0: Well, that's why those guys are playing an offense.
1: Well, Matt wanted to know what exactly was going on. He's still out there. He wants an explanation. And uh, he's he's not going to get much of one. Not happy as uh, the Red Raiders have extended it to a twenty-four to nothing lead here with fifty-one seconds to play
0: in the half. And you are listening to Bronco Football.
4: Shopping smart has its rewards, like the Advantage Rewards Program from Tom Dinsdale CDJR. Every new vehicle comes with one year of protection for tires, wheels, windshield dents and dings, plus five years of protection for paint and fabric at no additional cost. Now that's smart. Keep your vehicle looking new and running great with the Advantage Rewards program from Tom Dinsdale CDJR. On Hastings North Side or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Some restrictions apply. Visit TomDinsdaleCDJR.com.
2: ESPN Tri Cities, KICS Hastings, and KXPN Kearney.
0: All right, now they're going to mark the penalty off on uh, Hastings on the kickoff, so. Northwestern actually going to kick off from the 50-yard uh, line.
1: The only official that Matt has not had a word with is the the white cap, the referee. He has he has kept his distance. Matt has found every one of them and uh, has had a visit with him. He's he's not going to win, but he'll at least get some frustration uh, out of his uh, his system here. As the Red Raiders ready to kick off from midfield.
0: Stater gets into the football. He's going to keep it down low as he. Hits that one down along the ground. Kermenga brings it up back for Hastings to about the 20-yard line. That's where Hastings will start. 45 seconds to play. Second consecutive week that Hastings has given up a pick six. Yeah. Dort yeah. had one uh, last week. Yeah. Kolachek threw one last week against Dort. Now he throws one again here against the Red Raiders of Northwestern.
1: Yeah, and the balls today that Kalachak has had intercepted, there's been two of them. They've been uh, overthrown, and uh, I'm sure –
0: Five. The is- I know he yeah, yeah. got a penalty here on the northwestern
1: yep offsides on northwestern going to be their second one of the uh the half of football uh, again uh, kalachik was uh, getting words from uh, coach foz over there getting ready to come back and get out on offense. But, again, just obviously a lot of butterflies. He's a freshman, first collegiate start, a lot of butterflies and and, uh, some nerves going through uh, his system. And uh, he's kind of airing the ball out today and a little bit deep. He'll he'll settle down and and get into it. It's going to take him some time to get uh, adjusted here. But uh, we know what Carson can do. We've seen him play for the Blue Hawks, and uh, he was a pretty good arm back in the high school days. But, again, this is a, a step up.
0: They're going to make Northwestern kick off again. Remember, they were kicking off at the 50 because of the penalty on Hastings on that pick six. So they're going to make uh, Northwestern kick this thing off again. So they'll tear up this time at the 45. Hastings hoping to get a little bit better field position. we got just 45 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Now 24 to nothing. Northwestern with a lead here over Hastings College. Broncos will be trying to get something going here before halftime, get some points on the board somehow. Had the ball in Northwestern territory a couple of times but have nothing to show for it on the scoreboard so far. Eli Stater has got the ball teed up now at the 45 into the football, and over end kick. Ray is going to grab the ball at the 13, back to the 15-yard line to the 20, and he's brought down there at the 20. The 20 yard line. Josh uh, Josh Reger special teams for Northwestern to uh, bring him down. Justin They're going to spot the football here at about the 20-yard line. First and 10 for Hastings and on the 20.
1: 89 unofficial yards in the half for Hastings College. They'll trot back out on the field here again. It will be uh, Hastings on offense. 41 seconds left to go here till half. Kolachek and his uh, his boys will set up shop. Again, the two-back system here with Shadix and Simonson in the backfield.
0: A couple of wide receivers out to the right side. Shadix is going to get the call. Shadix across the 20, out here to about the uh, 23, 24-yard line. Give him a pick of a pull on the play. Second down and six, but we're under 30 seconds to go. in the first half, 24-0, Northwestern with a lead. Same formation here. As a Kulachek is already ready for the uh, snap here. Wachek hands the ball away. That's uh, Shattuck's again with the ball. Shattuck's retreating, and he's going to be dropped back to the 20-yard line. So he picked up four, and he lost four. And Hastings now looking at third down and ten, and that is going to be the last play of the first half as we have come to the end of the second quarter. (laughs) Halftime here here in Orange City here this afternoon. Hastings College trailing uh, the number one ranked team in the nation and the defending NAIA national champs. The score at halftime is Northwestern 24. Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football.
9: Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street. Proud to support all area student-athletes.
7: The world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill in Hastings is celebrating 25 years. 25 years because of all of you. 25 years of good food, great service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere. Bullseyes is open six days a week for lunch and dinner. Stop in today and see why we are world-famous. Our burgers, steaks, and wings, along with a drink menu with something for everyone. To everyone in the Adams County area, thank you for making us world famous and for 25 years. Come see us today across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings.
2: It's time now for the Halftime Show, brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963. Located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings.
0: All right, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here, Corver Field in uh, Orange City this afternoon. 24 to nothing is the score. Hastings College is uh, trailing. The uh, Red Raiders here at the break I uh, thought the Hastings College defense, Jimmy, uh, for the most part, got off to a great start this afternoon, uh, three series, and kept Northwestern only uh, three points, but Red Raiders like they have uh, so far, the, the past the six games uh, this season, the past five games for them, they're able to, to strike fast, they got a, a touchdown pass from Jalen Graham's said to Michael Story. They cover forty-nine yards. They also get a uh, one-yard run from Connor McQuinland. They get an eighty-yard pick-six from their uh, their uh, defense. And all of a sudden, you look up on the uh, the board twenty-four to nothing here at halftime. The uh, Red Raiders have the lead. Yeah, it's really
1: down to just uh, three big plays if if you look at it. They had the forty-nine-yard touchdown pass to the Story. They had another pass to Story of twenty-nine yards, and then they had a McQuillan run of twenty-eight yards. So over a hundred yards on three plays really that's kind of been the backbreaker that has gotten Northwestern into position here to score and then uh, obviously the, the interception here late in the second quarter thrown by Carson Kalachik again an overthrown ball and uh, Mosier uh, with his second pick of the day comes up with the, the interception so again uh, we're, we're trying to run that up-tempo offense but uh, we're starting to wear down our defense the more they're uh, out on the field
0: yeah, once again he has not had a great day uh, offensively we and picked up a couple of first downs in this football game, but consistently uh, we can't do anything uh, much against a very good defense this afternoon. Well,
1: exactly. We were against a, a very good defense a week ago, and uh, we weren't able to run the football there. We, we haven't been able to run the football here today. And uh, when you've got a freshman quarterback in there, you're trying to get him along with baby steps, but you're trying to do it against a tremendous defense and, by the way, the number one team in the nation.
0: So the uh, scoring in the first half, Northwestern scored first on a 53-yard field goal from Eli Stater. That game was 7.50 to play in the first quarter. Northwestern had a 3-0 lead. Later on in the first quarter, Jalen Gramstad connects on a 49-yard touchdown pass to Michael Story. The point after by Stater was good. Northwestern had a 10-0 lead at the end of one. A score again on a one-yard touchdown from Connor McQuinlan at the 11.40 mark. Of uh, the uh, second quarter, the point after touchdown was good. Northwestern leads 17 to nothing. Then the Red Raiders getting the uh, pick six, an 80-yard pick six from uh, Cody Mosier with uh, 51 seconds to play in the second quarter. The uh, point after touchdown was good, 24 to nothing. Northwestern has got the lead over the Broncos here at halftime. Your halftime numbers brought to you by the Family
1: Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings more or, or morning side we don't want to see them again for northwestern here in the uh, the first half Madison rushing Mar. numbers 14 first carries 67 yards Leveson. passing numbers for Gramstad Leveson. in the uh, first Leveson. half nine of 18 Freshman, Emily, one touchdown
0: college,
1: and one interception they had 32 offensive plays for 191 yards they put up 11 first downs in that uh, first half of action. Time of possession for Northwestern here in the first half, 14.09. We talk about how good they are on third down conversions. They're just two of six. 33% For 33% here in the first half. Again, Gramstad's numbers: nine of 18, 124. He's thrown a touchdown and a pick here in the game. Rushing leaders is uh, Connor McQuillan. He's got uh, 10 carries and 62 yards, one touchdown uh, on the afternoon. Their leading receiver. It's uh, not a not a big surprise here. Michael Story with four catches, 103 yards, and a touchdown in the football game. For Hastings College in the first half, the Broncos with five first downs. They rushed it 21 times for just 31 yards. The uh, passing numbers for Carson Kalachek, 6 of 15, 51 yards. No touchdowns, two interceptions. So 36 offensive plays and 82 yards for Hastings in the first half of action. Time of possession for Hastings, 15-51 Broncos 3 of 10 on third downs that's 30 uh, percent your uh, leaders rushing the football today Josh Ray so far in the first half five carries and 30 yards receiving leaders that's, uh, that's our old quarterback Eli Nappy in there with three catches and 25 yards you know Hastings had spread the football around with Nappy in there to six seven different guys so far we've only thrown it to uh the three guys, Ray has a couple receptions, and uh, Carson Hardy has one reception for 14 yards. Have not been able to get Wilborn in, but that's because of his talent. In the earlier games, they're starting to draw double coverage; very tough to get him the football. Defensive uh, statistics for Hastings in the uh, first half: your uh, leader in tackles. We got several guys here listed with three. Jaden Roberts with three. Marcus Dustin with three. Fareed Saludov with three, Jalen McCall with three, and Caden Egger with three. So, tough half of football, kind of knew this possibly could happen, but uh, all's not out, just a 24 nothing lead, but obviously got to figure out a way. Offensively, we have really been stymied. I know the last two weeks we have played tremendous defenses, but... We just got to be able to figure out how to how to move the ball. Maybe we'll start seeing some second third teamers. Unfortunately for them, they're just as good as our starters down there for Matt McCarty. So we'll see what happens second half.
0: All twenty four nothing. It's uh, Northwestern with a lead over Hastings this afternoon. Other games going on in the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference. Everybody running ahead of us today. We had the the later start today, but in the third quarter, Doan trying to win their first game of the season in Sioux City against the Briarcliff Chargers. And oh my, the Tigers have got the lead over uh, Briarcliff in the second half. They got 11-23 to play in the third quarter. Doan with a lead over Briarcliff. The score is uh, 13-8. In the uh, third quarter up in uh, Jamestown, the uh, Jimmies have got the lead Lead over Mount Marty, the score is 21 to six. 46 to play in the third quarter in Sioux Center today. Midland giving uh, the Dort defenders everything they want here. Dort has got a seven to three lead over Midland in the uh, third quarter. Hastings uh, trailing uh, Northwestern here at halftime, 24 to nothing. Look what Morningside is doing to Concordia. They're at halftime. Morningside is leading Concordia. The score. Is 45 to nothing in favor of the uh, Mustangs. Again, the 24 to nothing here is at Northwestern with a lead over Hastings College in football. Our volleyball team last night will get you up to date on what the uh, Broncos are doing. They uh, played Dort at Farrell Arena, and the Broncos were. Were able to sweep the defenders last night in volleyball 25 18, 25 18, 25 13. But Jesta Velasic continues her tear. She had 23 kills in the uh, match last night. So sings is sitting at 7 and 11 on the season and now 2 and 7 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They're playing host to Northwestern this afternoon in volleyball. The uh, match gets underway at 3 in Lynn Pearl Arena. So we're playing here in football at Orange City. The volleyball team is in Hastings. will take on the uh, Broncos in just a few minutes at 3 at Linferral Arena. The Nebraska volleyball team they were uh, winners last night over Michigan State, winning by scores of 25-23, 16-25, 25-15, 25-11. Harper Murray had 12 kills for the Broncos last or for the uh, Huskers last night. So Nebraska now 14 and 0 on the season. They are 5 and 0 in the Great Plains in the in the uh, Big Ten Conference. We got the Huskers playing in the Big Ten. We got the Broncos playing here in the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference. So. Nebraska off to their best start since the 2008 campaign, and the Huskers will play at Michigan tonight at 7.30. That's a game and a match you can see on BTN. In 24 to nothing is a score at halftime. It's a Northwestern with a lead over Hastings College this afternoon. You're listening to the halftime show. We'll have more and more scores coming up. You're listening to Bronco football. Yeah, Mike Well, Jimmy Purcell back here at uh, Corver Field in Orton City, Iowa this afternoon. It's uh, homecoming day today here uh, for uh, Northwestern. They've got a lot of activities, a lot of people being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and so all those folks uh, being recognized here at halftime. We gave you the scores from uh, around the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Let's get you up to date on major college football going on uh, this afternoon. We see Oklahoma and Texas, they're playing a whale of a ball game. In fact, that game has now just gone final, and the Oklahoma Sooners beating the uh, Texas Longhorns today. Oklahoma was ranked number 12 in the country. Texas ranked number 3. Oklahoma wins today over Texas to score 34-30. That game has just gone final. Some other games right before halftime. You've got uh, Marshall leading North Carolina State, 24-21. Halftime score, Texas-San Antonio, 28, Temple 21. Halftime score, Buffalo over Central Michigan is 23-7. Second quarter score. UCLA 6 Washington State 3 second quarter score Northwestern out on top of Howard on a score of 9 to nothing first quarter score North Carolina 3 Syracuse nothing first quarter score you've got uh, Iowa leading Purdue the score is 7 to nothing first quarter score uh, no score between uh, Wake Forest and Clemson in the first quarter, Navy and North Texas are still scoreless. In the first quarter, it's Texas State leading Louisiana 7-7. Seven to seven. Actually, it's tied up now 7-7. Seven to seven. Texas State and Louisiana are uh, tied up. First quarter score, Eastern Michigan 3, Ball State nothing. First quarter score, Miami of Ohio 7, Bowling Green nothing. First quarter score, Kent State and Ohio are still scoreless in the first quarter. Northern Illinois and Akron they are tied up at seven points apiece. First quarter score: Florida State six and Virginia Tech nothing. And a uh, first quarter score: Alabama and Texas A&M. They are still scoreless here this afternoon. You're listening to the halftime show. It's a Northwestern with a lead over Hastings College this afternoon, twenty-four to nothing. We'll have more after this. You're listening to Hastings College football on ESPN. Back in uh, Orange City, Hastings College football for you today on ESPN Radio. 24 to nothing is the score. Northwestern has got the lead over Hastings College here this afternoon. We gave you the games that are in progress. Several games have already uh, gone final on a busy day for uh, major college football. Oklahoma, they uh, beat Texas today, as we mentioned, 34 to 30 as the Sooners win this afternoon. LSU picked up a win over Missouri today. The uh, Tigers beating uh, the Tigers in a battle of the Tigers here. 49-39, LSU wins the ball game today. Ohio State ranked number four in the country. They beat Maryland today, 37-17. Other scores that have gone final in major college football, Boston College 27, Army 24, Mississippi State, is uh got a win over Western Michigan today, 41 to 28. Wisconsin beat Rutgers in the Big Ten, Wisconsin 24, Rutgers 13. Virginia over William and Mary, a the final there of 27 to 13. Toledo beat Massachusetts today, final of 41 to 24. It was uh, Jacksonville State. Beating Middle Tennessee, a score of 45 to 30. New Mexico State winners over Florida International, 34 17. Liberty beats Sam Houston, 21 to 16. Western Kentucky over Louisiana Tech, 35 to 28. Score last night was Nebraska beating uh, Illinois by a score of 20 to 7. Also last night, Oklahoma State. Over Kansas State, the final of twenty-nine to twenty-one. Again, the uh, score here at halftime it is Northwestern out on top of Hastings. Final, the uh, halftime score twenty-four to nothing. Northwestern with the lead. That's the halftime show brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings. We've got the third quarter coming up. You're listening to Hastings College Football. <laughs>
2: You've been listening to The Halftime Show, brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. The second half is coming up on your voice for the Broncos, ESPN Tri-Cities.
4: Livingston
6: Butler Vaughan Funeral Home and Cremation. Livingston Butler Vaughan Funeral Home and Cremation Center is a name known for quality, caring, and excellence. For now over a century, many families in this area have turned to Livingston Butler Vaughan when their need was greatest. Today, more than ever, people are beginning to see the wisdom, logic, and economic advantage to pre-arranging a funeral. It means loved ones have more time to grieve and heal. Call Livingston Butler Vaughan Funeral Home and Cremation Center today.
9: Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street. Proud to support all area student-athletes.
7: The world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill in Hastings is celebrating 25 years. 25 years because of all of you. 25 years of good food, great service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere. Bullseye is open six days a week for lunch and dinner. Stop in today and see why we are world-famous. Our burgers, steaks, and wings, along with a drink menu with something for everyone. To everyone in the Adams County area, thank you for making us world famous and for 25 years. Come see us today across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings.
2: ESPN Tri-Cities. Hi,
0: Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Oregon City, Iowa this afternoon. Hastings College football for you on ESPN Tri-Cities. He's uh, trailing Northwestern 24 to nothing here at halftime. And it was a simple case, Jimmy. Uh, offensive woes, I think, in, in the first half. We gave up some uh, big plays on defense, but while our defense was on the field for a long time there in the uh, first half, and the Broncos have got to be able to get something together offensively don't necessarily have to score points, but you got to get some first downs to keep that defense off of the field.
1: No, you know, and the the funny thing is, is Hastings won the time of possession in the first half at fifteen fifty one to fourteen oh nine. You wouldn't believe that if you sat here and watched this uh, first half as uh, unfold, as what we we have been able to. But yeah, the inability run the football again, and uh, boy, we we've. we've... We've really got to go back to the drawing board for our our next four games is what I believe we have left in the season, and and we've talked about this. All four of them, we've got all the whatever you want to call them, the the great teams, the heavyweights, they're out of the road now. Now it's all the Nebraska schools. These are the ones you want to win the next four games. These are the guys you're recruiting against in Midland, Doan, Concordia, and uh, well, I guess we got Mount Marty, yep. which is close to a Nebraska school, but uh, just across the river. But we got to figure out how to run the football if we're going to attempt to beat those uh, those teams coming up. But uh, in the first half, the Broncos with just uh, fifty-one yards, uh, or actually thirty-one yards, fifty-one through the air, but uh, twenty-one carries, thirty-one yards. Uh, only averaging about 80 a game is what Hastings is right now, and I think they're down towards the bottom of the conference in, in rushing. So that's just not going to get it done. And we come out and we start a freshman quarterback, and that's all great. we got to be able to protect him, and he's been running for his life, just like Eli Nappy has all season long. They've made the change. I like the look of Nappy out there. He's a, a big, tall receiver at 6'3". He's leading the way uh, receiving here in the first half. Uh, Nappy with uh, – 25 yards on three receptions here in the first half. But, uh, you know, defensively, we've been out there, uh, like you said, quite a bit. And uh, we've given up uh, really what I, I mean. We've played a pretty good game, but we've given up three plays that have accounted for over 100 yards. And that was a touchdown pass, a long reception to Story, and then a long run by McQuillan. So, uh, you know, just... Just big plays, but that's what good teams do. They find a ways to exploit the defense. They find the open holes. Northwestern's not a slouch. That's why they're rated number one. And uh, I guess we can say that, uh, you know, hey, we're, we're playing the number one team in the nation and the defending
0: national champions from a year ago. Yeah, they had 191 yards of total offense in the first half. We had 82. I don't care who you're playing. You, you can't have 82 yards of total offense and expect to to be a competitive and we're, we're down by 24 here at halftime.
1: Well, and again, you go back to the interception that led to a pick six on that. That was an 80, 80 yards. I was going to look and see if they, well, they don't have the uh... what do they have on here? Uh, they got it as an 85 yard pick six officially on the uh, the stat sheet, but You can't bring down a guy. You've got players littered all around the field. You can't bring down a guy, and uh, he let you let him run in from eighty-five yards. So that give him another seven. So you can kind of look at it seventeen nothing half. However you want to look at it, Hastings is going to have to try to find some offense here in the second half to uh, be successful and feel like you come out of this game against a great team with a little momentum going into the final four.
0: All right, halftime twenty-four to nothing is the score. Northwestern has got the lead. Third quarter coming up. You're listening to Bronco football.
4: Shopping smart has its rewards like the advantage rewards program from Tom Dinsdale CDJR. Every new vehicle comes with one year of protection for tires, wheels, windshield dents, and dings. Plus five years of protection for paint and fabric at no additional cost. Now that's smart. Keep your vehicle looking new and running great with the advantage rewards program from Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings Northside or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Some restrictions apply. Visit TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Family
9: Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street. Proud to support all area student-athletes.
2: Your home for Bronco sports is ESPN Tri Cities.
0: Back in Orange City, Iowa, this afternoon, Hastings College football for you on ESPN Tri Cities. Hastings uh, trailing here, twenty-four to nothing, to the uh, Northwestern Red Raiders. Again, the start of the third quarter, Morningside leading Concordia forty-five to nothing. Dort is now trailing Midland University. They've got eight fifty to play in the game. It's uh, Midland nine and Dort seven. Jamestown has got a lead over Mount Marty. The score is uh, twenty-one to six. Also in football, Doan continues to lead uh, Briarcliff. The score is uh, thirteen to eleven there. So the uh, Dort defenders having some uh, problems here today with the uh, Midland. I thought that game would be a close game, and it is nine to seven. Midland with a lead over Dort with eight fifty to play in the uh, fourth quarter.
1: You know, I got to look at the schedule on down the line. Maybe we'll get uh, Northwestern looking ahead to next week's game against Briarcliff. As the <laughs> kickoff goes down along along the ground. I thought I'd get a chuckle out of that one with
0: you. Ah, right, here's a uh, Northwestern going to bring the ball back. That was a uh, a uh, off down along the ground. One of the short men uh, picked it up for Northwestern, and uh, Northwestern is going to have great field position here at the 43-yard line. <laughs> now, probably not going to get him this half of football.
1: Matt uh, McCartney's not going to allow him to uh, look ahead to that Briar Cliff game. But if you look down the road, they got back-to-back weeks after Briar Cliff. They play Dort, then Morningside. Wow, back-to-back. Tell you what, back-to-back. You look at that, uh, yeah, that's going to be October 21st. October 21st is the Dort game, and then uh, the next week is uh, Morningside. So back-to-back weeks, that's going to be uh, interesting football with the three top teams.
0: All right, so uh, Northwestern will start from the 43. sad stays in there at quarterback. He tries to run the quarterback uh, keeper around the left end, and it runs into R.J. McMyers. Myers. R.J. brings him down a loss of a couple of yards in a play back here to the 40-yard line. line. Hastings will be back at home uh, next Saturday against the uh, Concordia Bulldogs. That'll be a 1 o'clock start next week at uh, Lloyd Wilson Field on the air, wherever you listen to your Broncos sports. 12 o'clock noon uh, next week, Hastings in Concordia next Saturday. Second down here, a loss of three on that last play. Second down, 13 yards to go. The ball now at the 40-yard line. McQuillan has got the ball, angles off to the right side and takes the ball to the 42. So a pickup of two yards in a play. Tackle is made in here by Jaden Roberts. So the Broncos on defense. So now third down, third down and 11 yards to go. Northwestern with the ball on their own 42-yard line. Red Raiders moving from our left to our right here in the third quarter of play. That is north to south here at Corver Field in Orange City, Iowa this afternoon. You
1: are really on the ball. You concerned me when we pulled into Orange City, a town of 6,200 people, and you acted like we was in Omaha. (laughs) Had no clue where the stadium was. You need to know your role as uh, they get the snap away all kinds of time again, but he was hitting the backfield.
0: Gramsat's arm was set, and the ball is uh, jarred loose, and Northwestern goes back to uh, cover it up. Uh, I don't know who got in there, but... uh... That was R.J. McMyers
1: got in there to hit the arm of Gramstead. He had all kinds of time again. Those big brutes up front have given him all day Set sit back there and eat a sack lunch. But R.J. McMyers able to get around the end, knocked the ball loose. That was a, a loss of about five yards there. So now Stater in the game. Hold the phone. Hastings College with a big defensive stand. They should get pretty good field position.
0: That was a good series there, yes. Min- minus 11 yards. So Stater will punt the football. Hastings has got the Kremenga back here to receive it. And Stater finally gets into it as he runs it to the near sideline and kicks it across the field here. Bounces at the 35, bounces at the 30. Inside the 25-yard line is going to roll dead down here at the 22. So Stater runs it all the way, Jimmy, to the near sideline and then stops He kicks the ball back across the field where Kremenga could not get a hold of it and it rolls dead down here. At the uh, 22-yard line, so the Broncos have uh, got the ball. First possession of the second half, trailing 24-0.
1: Carson Kalachek and the troops trot- trotting out onto the field, so they will get their first possession of the uh, second half. Again, not a lot of offense. We'll see what Foz dialed up, maybe some adjustments here in the second half.
0: They're going to hand the ball away, That's Simonson sweeping right side, 25, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds at about the uh, 26-yard line. Give him a pickup of three yards into play. Broncos less than 100 yards of total offense in the first half against this Red Raider defense.
1: Well, that's a good start. Again, you got to go back to the the old uh, ad we talked about earlier, baby steps, baby steps. That was a positive gain four yards for Simonson.
0: There's an option play. It goes back to Brent. They run it to the uh, short side of the field, and they take it to the uh, 30-yard line. That's a pick up there of a couple of yards, and now he's looking at third down and short. That's a play that drives me nuts. They run the option play to the short side of the field. <laughs> Tom Osborne used to do that for the Huskers all the time. I drove me crazy running that play. <laughs> third down, down, third down. They're going to run the same play, but Kolachek is going to carry the ball. He gets it to the 30, and he's short of the first down. Yep, they had
1: two plays, a gain of uh, four and four. Now we...
0: Somebody's hat fell off. So anyway, some of his hat fell off. Kolachek got the ball to the 30, stopped short of the first down. And Hastings uh, seems to have to put the football now on fourth down and two. Yep, yep, same play three times in a row. Simonson picked up
1: gains of four, four. They failed to pitch it to him on that one on the short side. Kolachek tries to cut it up inside. No gain, fourth down. Good defensive stand for Hastings and uh, offense uh, sputtering again. Got to give the football away. All in the game. We'll get a good snap, and he'll run off the short side of the field and get a nice kick away downfield.
0: That's going to go out of bounds. We'll see where the official comes up to spot the football. It'll be probably uh, outside the 30. That's going to be the case to the 33-yard line. That's where the uh, Red Raiders will start first down and 10 from the uh, 33. Hastings College football today brought to you in part by Bullseye Sports Barn Grill. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, by Tom Dinsdale Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, by Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning, by Rivals Sports Bar and Grill, and also by the Butler Ball and Funeral Home and Cremation Center of Hastings. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Corver Field in uh, Orange City here this afternoon. 24 to nothing is the score. Northwestern has got the lead. Red Raiders with the ball from their own 33 Here's Gramsat, throws the ball out here. It's going to be caught across the uh, 35 to the 40, 45 to the 46-yard uh, line. Uh-huh. Bringing the ball in the reception. There is Ty Schaefer, the uh, junior from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, making the reception. Brings the ball to the 45, first and 10 now for the Red Raiders. Northwestern moving from our left to our right here in the uh, third quarter. 10-40 to play in the third. Northwestern leading Hastings 24-0.
1: Nice gain there on just a swing pass, a 12-yard gain. That's the 12th first down for Northwestern here today. They got the ball at the 45-yard line.
0: is going to hand the ball away, a little delayed draw there as they get it to Connor McQuindland. He brings it to the 50 to the 49 of Hastings, and a penalty flag is down. Probably
1: in the area of a hold here. That was thrown by the referee. That's the indication. So that will be the that the third penalty of the uh, game for... Northwestern, yes it is, third penalty, 5 for Hastings College in the first half.
0: All right, so a holding call, in Northwestern is going to bring the ball back here. They're going to spot it at the 35. Now the Red Raiders looking at first down at 25-yard line. Bronco football for you today on ESPN Tri-Cities in Orange City. Again, the Broncos back at home next Saturday. Game against the Concordia Bulldogs beginning at 1. On the air with a pregame show next week at 12 o'clock noon. Jalen Gramstad stays in there at quarterback for the Red Raiders. Drops back to throw, cocks the arm, pulls her down, cocks the arm again. Now he's going to run it, 35, and he's crushed here at the 37-yard line. That's uh, Jaden Roberts, the sophomore linebacker out of Bellevue West, to bring him down for the Broncos. That's going to bring up a, a second-down situation now. Second down at about 16 from the Northwestern 39-yard line. That
1: was a big shot there by Jaden Roberts as Gramstad was kind of running around in the backfield. Pulled it down. He had a receiver open across midfield, but he was running for his life, and uh, then Roberts come over, put a big shot on him, only a gain of about a half a yard, going to bring up second down and 16 ball at the 39-yard line.
0: Jalen Roberts, or uh, Jalen Gramstad, has got wide receivers left and right, a pass across the middle. That is going to be caught out here at the Hastings College 48-yard line. Austin Gerard carrying, uh, receiving that ball down here at the uh, Bronco 48, but now Northwestern will be looking at a third down and short, third down and about three on the Hastings side of the 50 down here. Those are the football of, round to 48. And Another gain of 12 across midfield.
1: Boy, Graham Stab, when he gets all the time in the world and he goes through his progressions, he can pick a defense apart. It's just uh, tremendous. He found the receiver just across midfield, he just sat down on the route, got the football, and now they'll run the
0: uh, third down call. McQuentlin has got the ball, and McQuinland goes straight ahead. He's going to be very close to the uh, first down stakes. He needed to get to the Bronco 45, and they're going to give him the 45-yard line first down. grab again, if you missed it in the pregame show, he is 15-0 and as a quarterback. He took over uh, during the season last year. And uh, he hasn't lost a game since he's taken over the uh, the lead role. 15-0 and 0 as a starter for the uh, Red Raiders. It's pretty uh, good. On his way to his 16th victory, unless the wheels <laughs> fall off <laughs> yeah, the cart here. Yeah,
1: exactly. Ball spotted at the 45-yard line of Hastings. Wide receivers all over the field.
0: Gramsat throws it oh. all. That one was thrown behind his intended receiver, Ty Schaefer. He was on a slant from the right side, and Gramstadt threw it behind him, incomplete pass. Got a uh, flag in the
1: backfield, personal foul. Roughing the passer on Hastings College defense. That's going to be
0: penalty number seven. All right, so a uh, roughing the passer call the uh, Broncos.
1: Just again, just, uh, we've seen this in, in a couple of games this year, just uh, the, 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 the stress and the tension building up uh, and, and the frustration on this defense, you can't have foolish penalties like that and give them free yards. These types of teams are going to get the yards on their own. You don't need to give them any additional, and they do. That'll be their 14th first down via the penalty, and they'll bring it down to the 30-yard line of Hastings. 8-10 left to go here in the third quarter. Red Raiders 24 nothing over Hastings.
0: And Northwestern on the march again. They get the ball in Hastings territory at the 30. Gramshead drops the throw. He throws it out in the center of the field. Boy, a lot of contact, and finally a penalty flag comes down. Oh, yeah,
1: they're trying to get the ball downfield to Story. Where that ball was thrown and Story was was about seven yards apart, but he was bumped and uh, held onto by Hastings. So another penalty against the defense, and they will march off some additional yardage and another first down.
0: All right, so back-to-back uh, major penalties here on Hastings, roughing the passer. And an interference call in the Broncos, and just like that, Northwestern is in the uh, Broncos' red zone down here at the 15-yard line. First and
1: ten, 15-yard line, far side hash, and they are so dangerous down inside the red zone. They're dangerous anywhere when they're on the on the field, but they're uh, they're really tough when they get down inside the red zone.
0: Red zone scores for Northwestern 88% this year. It's pretty good. When they get into the red zone, they're 21 of 24 in uh, scoring points. 19 have been uh, touchdown runs or touchdown uh, passes. There's a counter McQuillan and trying to shake a couple of tacklers as he moves it down to the 10-yard line. Now, they've been in the red zone 24 times this season. They put points on the board 21 times. Out of those uh, 24 trips into the red zone, they have scored uh, 19 touchdowns. They handed the ball off the right side.
1: Uh, McQuillan tried to break it outside the, uh, the numbers. And Marcus Dustin Hey, you what, leading tackler coming into this game, he has really got a nose for the football, but he made a touchdown-saving tackle over here at around the uh, the numbers. It'll be a second-down call here for Northwestern.
0: Ramsand fakes the ball and throws it into the end zone. It's off of the fingertips of Story. Guess who? Marcus Dustin was the guy to jar the ball loose on Michael Story. Story should have came down with that. That was right in his uh, hands oh, there. Yeah. But a, a jarring blow from behind by Marcus Dustin knocks the ball loose. Uh, he's going to bring up a third down and sixth situation from the Bronco 12-yard line. Dustin's like a good hunting dog. He's always got his
1: nose to the ground. He can figure out where that ball's going to be. That one there, he come up with the the open field tackle on McQuill the play before, and that one there, finds story coming across the middle of the field, makes a great timing hit on him, jars the ball loose, that is an all-conference and an all-American wide receiver right there, folks. That was a big defensive play. Third down here
0: for Northwestern. Rams again drops back to throw. He's got time, throws it across the middle. It's going to be caught and moving the ball into the end zone for the touchdown. Again to a Connor McQuindland coming out of the backfield. Delivered right on the money there. McQuindland gets the ball into the end zone for his score. It's now 30 to nothing, Northwestern with a lead. Second touchdown throw from <laughs> Gramstad here today. I was just looking for
1: McQuillan. That is his second uh, touchdown receiving here on the season. He was lined up as a uh, as a slot man on the right side, ran down about the five. Gramstad hitting in, uh, in stride. He caught it around the uh, three yard line and then uh, took a couple of Broncos into the end zone stater for the PAT.
0: Ball is down, kick is up, and the kick goes sailing through the pipes. It is good. So Northwestern tax one on here in the uh, third quarter to play. Seven fourteen to play in the third quarter. We'll take a break with the score, Northwestern 31. He sings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football.
7: The world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill in Hastings is celebrating 25 years. 25 years because of all of you. 25 years of good food, great service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere. Bullseye is open six days a week for lunch and dinner. Stop in today and see why we are world-famous. Our burgers, steaks, and wings, along with a drink menu with something for everyone. To everyone in the Adams County area, thank you for making us world famous and for 25 years. Come see us today across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings.
2: ESPN Tri-Cities, KICS Hastings, KXPN Kearney.
0: All right, so the Red Raiders, they tack on one and the 11-yard touchdown pass from Jalen... Ramstad to Connor McQuinlan. One after touchdown was good, and it's now a 31 ball ballgame Northwestern with a lead. Well, we had a, a good showing
1: the first couple of uh, series at the start this third quarter, but they must have got frustrated because they took that ball and jammed it right down our throats with the aid of a couple
0: of uh, personal foul calls. The ball come down at the 10-yard line. That's Kraminga. He quickly brings it back to the twenty-five where he's spilled, and the Broncos will come back in offense. Yeah, a roughing the passer call and a pass interference call gave uh, Northwestern thirty of those yards, and then they took it to the end zone on a eleven-yard touchdown pass. Thirty-one to nothing. Now the Red Raiders with the lead. Yeah, teams like this are going to get
1: their yards. You don't need to do anything to help them get any more additional yards. And Hastings did. So that's the thirty-one to nothing lead. Seven one left to go here. In the third quarter, same uh, personnel for Hastings. They'll have a, a pair out to each side, and uh, Brett Simonson off the left hip of Kolacek.
0: Kolacek has got the ball, fires it right side. Nobody there. Yeah, and Nappy was a uh, probably the intended
1: receiver, but yeah, he was
0: throwing. He was running down the far sideline, and Kolacek, threw a short nappy, turns around and says, "Hey man, where are you throwing the ball? Hey man, I've been in that position before. Where, where, are, you, where are you throwing the ball?"
1: Well, you know what, Nappy, uh, with the starting job uh, at quarterback all year long, he knows the route. Yeah. So that makes it an easy uh, transition. They said he really likes where he's at. And I know he's given all the full
0: support to Carson here, but freshman, it's uh, tough to come in and start. He swings it out of here. That's Simonson with the ball as he puts his head down and crashes his way close to the 30 uh, yard line. That's a pickup there of about six yards, third down and four yards to go. Best part of this trip, I can tell already, is going to be our choice of restaurants on the way home. I just hope they're still open when we well, it town. I, I do, too.
1: I, I don't know whether we need to call ahead and they could just put our sack in the pickup lane. <laughs>
0: All right, third down and four yards to go. Kolachek throws the ball. That's going to be incomplete. Trying to dump the ball away to a We're trying to dump the ball away to a Simonson Kolachek to a hit, uh, a hit in the backfield. He's helped up here. He's going to kind of wish he was still holding the clipboard, I think. Oh,
1: well, I I tell you what, we've seen uh, Nappy get uh, beat up most of the year here, again, with the, the uh, injuries we've had on the offensive front line. It's been tough. tough. Hastings has had an awful time trying to protect the quarterbacks. And that, he's got a beating. He's probably glad to be out at a whiteout here as uh, all will be into the game. He'll stand at the 15
0: to get this snap and get the ball away. All is going to get into the football. A uh, good kick here. It's going to come down at the uh, 30-yard line, fielded by the uh, Red Raiders, looking for some blockers. 33-yard line and going to be uh, ridden down of the turf. Schaefer, on the Schaefer bringing the ball back there for Northwestern, but he is hammed uh, in, and down he goes, game. and the Red Raiders will have the ball back with 6'11 to play. So uh, We made some uh, changes up front in the offensive line, and the help wanted sign, I think, is, is still up here in the Bronco uh, football office this week. Help wanted, offensive lineman needed, uh, apply with uh, Matt Franson. Yeah, don't pull the
1: chain on the open for a position sign at uh, Hastings College. We are we
0: are still hiring. All right, first and 10 here for uh, Northwestern. They've got the ball back at the uh, 33-yard line. That's their own 33. We'll see what the Red Raiders can do. They scored in the, the last possession. They hand the ball away to a McQuillan again. He angles off to the right side across the 35 players. to about the uh, 40-yard, 40-yard line. line. Nice pickup there by McQuindle. Tackle is made in there by the Broncos. Gavin White, the uh, sophomore out of Sutherland, making the stop there for Hastings. But now before uh, McQuindle picks up about five yards in the play. Second down and five. Northwestern with the ball at the 40-yard line. 5.46 to play here in the third quarter. 31 to nothing. The nation's number one ranked team has uh, got the lead over Hastings here this afternoon. Broncos now crowding the line of scrimmage here on second down and five. Quindlin has got the ball again. He breaks outside the numbers to the 40. Still on his feet to the 45. Has a ridden out of bounds at about the 47-yard uh, line. He's going to have enough for a first down. White and uh, Caden Egger over there defensively for the uh, Broncos, but not before. But Quintlin picks up a couple of... Running plays, and he picks up the first down as he moves the ball out to the 46.
1: He is just a solid tailback in there, 6'1", 210 pounds, just a, a tough guy to bring down. As good as Marcus Dustin has been all year long, he's got cleat marks up the front of his jersey there as McClellan just flat run him over to pick up another six yards. That's 91 on the afternoon for McClellan, and the 16th first down for Northwestern now. We've got uh, the center and quarterback and offensive line all on a different page.
0: Yeah, it's uh, giving an illegal procedure as A flag comes in from the uh, far sideline. That's going to cost them five yards. They don't care. No. First down into 15 yards to go. The ball is going to be pushed back here to the 41-yard uh, line, first and 15 for the Red Raiders.
1: Not, not, never a good deal when the center snaps the ball and it hits the quarterback in the belly and he, he's – He's uh, looking to the sidelines. Uh, obviously, the snap count—they weren't on the same page. It'll cost him five here. That is uh, their fourth penalty of the uh, of the ball game. They're not uh, very penal- not penalized very much in uh, football games. They're very disciplined.
0: First and fifteen here for the Red Raiders from the forty-one yard line. Gramsad fakes the ball. Nobody's going to hand it away. That's going to be uh, McQuindland again. Uh, oh, it's going to be the other guy in there, Logan Meyer, going to spell McQuindland for a couple of plays here. Logan Meyer takes the ball for a couple of yards, and now Northwestern will be looking at second down and 13 yards to go. 4-10 to play here in the third quarter. Northwestern has scored once here in the second half. They had a 24 to nothing halftime lead, now leading by the score of 31 to nothing. Scoring in the last possession on the 11-yard touchdown pass from Gramstad to Connor McQuillan. Second down, 13 yards to go. The ball at the 44-yard line of Northwestern. Gramstad wants to throw. Is going to air it out the ball. is going to be caught sliding for the reception and making the catch down there at the 7-yard line. That's Michael's Story. Michael Story. Catches up to the ball and comes to a sliding catch down there at about the 7-yard line, and the Red Raiders are in business again. Mark up
1: another big play. 47 yards on the pass and catch again all day to throw back there. Got his feet set. Waited for the break. Story come out of the break at about the 20 and just dropped it right over the shoulder pads. He made a sliding catch in front of the defender, inside the 10, down to the 8, first and goal. Clock moving at 3.05, 31-0. Red Raiders, they are looking for more.
0: Ball is on the uh, far side hash mark. Graham said has got the ball. That's a mire with it now. Meyer angles off to the left side and takes the ball for about a yard. I think we clear our calendar, Jimmy. we got to figure out when the Northwestern graduation is up here in Orange City. You and, you and I are coming up here to uh, congratulate Michael's story. Finally, get out of here.
1: Yeah, I, I, I want to meet him when he comes off stage and tell him to just go move on to your next uh, your next car, next career move because uh, we are going to be really glad to get rid of you. but. All these teams, Northwestern, Morningside, Dort, they've all got players that have been able to hang around because of the the COVID situation and the, the red shirt and extra years and whatnot. It seems like they've been around a long time. Story has, he's got a million miles of yards here for the Red Raiders.
0: Ramsett hands the ball away again, sweeping to the right side as they move the ball down to about the five-yard line. And now uh, Northwestern will be looking at third down. That's a Connor McQuinlan carrying the ball to about to five. Third down and goal. Most of these guys have been around so long, they're looking for the Social Security benefits of when they kick in. <laughs> How much longer do I have to go, Coach, before I can get Social Security?
1: <laughs> I thought that some of them guys were, were so old down there when they were coming in. I thought they were part of the guys that were getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. They were gray-bearded and everything else. They, they are... Uh, there's, uh, there's some old Cajers. They got a lot of talented players on this team
0: and a, a lot more coming. Third down goal from the uh, five yard line. Graham Sanders got the ball again. He rolls left. Still holding it. Now fires it into the end zone. It's going to oh be five. for the touchdown.
2: We're Are you
1: kidding me?
0: Michael Story makes
1: the reception for the touchdown. Now we got penalty flags outside the 10 yard line. Now another flag. I think we got, this is going got... to be it. Yeah, another frustration
0: uh, penalty. On Hastings. Jalen Gramstadt throws a another touchdown to uh, Michael Story. To make it a 37 to a nothing ball game, but we'll sort out I see at least two penalty flags down there. So Gramstadt was in trouble and he comes across the field. It's gonna be a personal foul. It's going to be a roughing the passer on Hastings and a personal foul, unsportsmanlike conduct call against uh, Hastings. So a couple of calls on the uh, Bronco defense. A touchdown obviously is going to stand here. It's going to go down as a touchdown from Grahamstad to uh, Michael Story to make it a 37 to nothing ball game with a PAT pending here. All right, so we got a couple of penalties on the Bronco D.
1: Boy, again, frustration building in. These are the penalties you hate to have. Just letting uh, letting emotions get out of uh, out of control down there. That is the tenth penalty for Hastings now in the afternoon.
0: Eli Stater back into the ball game to attempt a PAT. He has been perfect today, and he is still perfect, including a fifty. 50- Plus yard to field goal in the uh, first half, so the PAT is good. A minute and 22 seconds to play now. In the uh, third quarter, we'll take a break with a score. Northwestern 38, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football.
4: Shopping smart has its rewards, like the Advantage Rewards Program from Tom Dinsdale CDJR. Every new vehicle comes with one year of protection for tires, wheels, windshield dents, and dings, plus five years of protection for paint and fabric at no additional cost. Now that's smart. Keep your vehicle looking new and running great with the Advantage Rewards Program from Tom Dinsdale CDJR. On Hastings North Side or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Some restrictions apply. Visit TomDinsdaleCDJR.com.
2: ESPN Tri-Cities.
0: Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back at uh, Corver Field and Orange City this afternoon. Thirty-eight to nothing is the score, and now look at this. Uh, yeah. Northwestern going to kick the ball off because of those uh, penalties on the uh, touchdown. They're going to kick the ball off from the Hastings 35. You got to be ready for an onside oh, kick Oh,
1: absolutely. Here. You got to have the hands team in there up front to see Jake Bargan. I see some uh, parties in there, the tight end, So obviously uh, some different personnel up there. Yeah, you just want to hit a uh, get an onside kick. Get the uh, Get the ball right away back. We'll see what they do. Yeah, just a low liner down to a five yard line.
0: Here's uh, Marcus Dustin going to bring the ball back to the ten yard line to the fifteen as he seven, takes one it one to the seven, uh, far seven. side and is finally uh, popped out of bounds down around the eighteen. Oh, Thirty-eight to nothing is the score. Northwestern has got the lead over Hastings with a buck sixteen left here in the third quarter. Michael Story on the day six receptions,
1: one hundred and fifty-five yards, yard and two line. touchdowns. Grab the uh, I grabbed the, the record sheet out of the program. I, I, what I was looking for was career yards. I wanted to see where that cat is for the amount of yards. I go back to the oh-my-touchdown catch. Everything, the flow of traffic was going to the far side of the field. That ball was thrown back. Story had to stop, readjust, and he still was able to come up with it. Now Kalachik's getting fl- flushed out of the pocket. We'll throw it downfield, and it will be batted away. Again, Carson takes another big shot at about the 15. Ethan
0: Wilborn was the intended receiver. I don't think Wilborn's got a uh, reception so far today. The Broncos have had a tough time getting him the ball.
1: No, that's just the 17th pass attempt here today. Hastings has run the ball 23 times. They've thrown it 17. Carson's got uh, six completions, two interceptions. And the leading receiver is Eli Nappy. All
0: uh-huh, right, here's Kolachek. He wants to throw. Now he's going to run it. Look out. 25-30, 35-40, 30, and he slides forward to the 45-yard line. Well, Austin in
1: And I hope he gets up. He tried to slide, and he went and down he awkwardly.
3: Takes the ball to the 44-yard line. I think he's bar. I think he's all right. all right there
1: adjusting his knee pads in there. Eight. He didn't do a very good job sliding, but he did a good job out in open field.
0: And that's going to be the, nope, it's still got 40 seconds uh, remaining here. And now uh, Hastings, I think, wants to burn a timeout as they are going to go over and uh, readjust that knee brace that uh, Kolachik has got on the, the far side as he went sliding down here at the uh, 44-yard line. They want to keep him in the game. So Hastings is forced to burn a timeout. 37 seconds to play here in the third quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Northwestern 38, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football.
9: Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street. Proud to support all area student-athletes.
2: ESPN Tri Cities.
0: All right, back here in uh, Orange City, Kalachak back out there. He throws it out to Nappy. Nappy across the 45, still fighting up there to the 49. He gets it to the 50 yard line and he uh, inches forward maybe to the 49 of Northwestern. So, quick pass thrown out there to Eli Nappy. Takes the ball there, marked right at the 50 the Broncos, and Hastings now looking at second down and four yards to go. That's going to be the final play of the uh, third quarter, I do believe, as Hastings comes up to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be all she wrote. That's the end of the third quarter. Three quarters in the books this afternoon. Action for the Great Plains Athletic Conference after three. Northwestern has got to lead, the nation's number one-ranked team. Leading Hastings has scored 38 to nothing. You are listening to Bronco Football.
2: Livingston
4: Butler Vaughan Funeral Home and Cremation.
6: Livingston Butler Vaughan Funeral Home and Cremation Center is a name known for quality, caring, and excellence. For now over a century, many families in this area have turned to Livingston Butler Vaughan when their need was greatest. Today, more than ever, people are beginning to see the wisdom, logic, an economic advantage to pre arranging a funeral. It means loved ones have more time to grieve and heal. Call Livingston Butler Ball and Funeral Home and Cremation Center today.
2: ESPN Tri Cities.
0: Well, after three quarters, Northwestern with a lead over Hastings 38 to nothing. Northwestern leading 24 to nothing at the end. Of uh, the uh, first half, they added a couple of touchdowns here in the third. The 11-yard touchdown pass from Jalen Gramstad to Connor McQuinlan. And then they, uh, another touchdown pass from uh, Gramstad to Michael Story. So it's 38 to nothing. There's a Nappy with the ball. Nappy is going to hurdle his way, and he's going to be caught in the air. And down he goes at the 46-yard uh, uh, line. But that's going to be enough for a first down. Dappy gets it to the 45, so Hastings now in the fourth quarter, working uh, left to right here, north to south in the uh, fourth and final quarter.
1: I'll get you some statistics here. Hastings to the line of scrimmage uh, very quickly. I'll get you some uh, through three quarters here after this.
0: There's a pass thrown there. It's going to be caught again. That's going to be... Down to the uh, 32-yard line. That's Ethan Wilborn. That is his first reception of this ball game. Ethan Wilborn cradles the ball and hauls it in down here at the 32. Broncos down. this hurry-up offense. They're quickly getting up to the line of scrimmage here. First and ten for the Broncos from the 32 of Northwestern. The Broncos looking to get on the scoreboard for the first time this afternoon. Trailing by the score of 38 to nothing. Option play, pitch back comes to Simonson. Red takes the ball down to the 31, pickup of a yard, second down and nine.
1: Quarterly stats brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Through three quarters. 49 offensive plays for Northwestern, 298 yards for Hastings, 45 plays, 126 total. Hastings quickly to the
0: line on a second down and nine call. From the 31, here's a Kolachak with the ball. Kolachak is going to run it, and he's not going to go far. Gets it back to the uh, line of scrimmage, and he is uh, nailed on the play there by the uh, Northwestern defense. And over to uh, Mick the over there. For uh, Northwestern was uh, Ben Kinnery, the uh, middle linebacker.
1: Yardage breakdown for Northwestern. Passing yards 214 for the quarterback Grahamstad and Hastings quickly here to throw it out to Simonson.
0: Simonson in an open field down the sideline 30-25 and he's run out of bounds. Kolanchek again is knocked down in the play. He's uh, helped up there by his fellow offensive lineman. They get the completed pass but not much of uh, North South running here. Simonson is a run out of bounds. We'll see when the officials spot the ball at the uh, 25 yard line. Hastings now looking at fourth down. Fourth down and three for the Northwestern 25 yard line.
1: Matt over trying to get an explanation on how come there wasn't a roughing a passer call on his quarterback. He is uh, he's getting as frustrated as, as some of the players. Down on the field, Hastings will look at a fourth down and three of the ball at the 25-yard line. We're in the fourth quarter with 13.02 left to go. He's uh, giving you 214 for Northwestern passing, 84 on the ground for Hastings, 63 passing, 63
0: rushing. Lanchak is under fire again. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught here by Simonson at the 25. Penalty flags down. Simonson gets the ball down here to the 21. If they give him the 21, it's going to be a first down. But I think we're going to have a holding call here on sings a flag. The hanky is sitting at the 25-yard line.
1: Yep, trying to get Brett around the corner there on the far side of the field. And the, uh, the left tackle had a hold of the defensive end. Made a good tackle, brought him down, but uh, you can't do that in front of the officials. So, for Hastings penalty-wise, that will be the ninth penalty of the afternoon. Just four penalties for Northwestern. I wanted to add along uh, Michael Story on his uh, swan song for us to see him. Six receptions, 157 officially, two touchdowns. That is Story's 13th 100-yard receiving game in his career.
0: Most of them being be against us.
1: Yeah, I know. You know, I was looking at the record book, and Hastings' name is in here quite often.
0: Fourth down, down for the Broncos. They're going to have to go for it here, and Kalachek is going to be sacked back here at the 40-yard line, a loss of five yards on the play. So Hastings on fourth and 13 suffers a quarterback sack, and Northwestern will take over on downs with 12-and-a-half minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. And you would almost imagine, well, I see Gramstad
1: out there. I see Meyer, the running back out there. So uh, Matt hey. McCarty going to keep uh, the majority of his players in. They don't get to play a whole game, so he wants to get them as much as they can.
0: They, they don't substitute a lot. You, you check their stats for the season, you don't see a lot of uh, other guys coming up throughout the uh, stats. Final score today, Midland has beaten Dort in oh the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference 10-7. to The final score, so a big, big win there. Dort loses for the first time on the season. Midland pulls the upset today. There's a minor with the ball. He finds his seam across the 50 inside Bronco territory to the 46-yard line.
2: Well,
1: you you, you ever heard of shaking up the apple cart? Yeah, I've heard of that. That certainly does right there with, uh, you know, you talk about the big three in uh, Northwestern Morningside and Dort, but uh, that gives Dort their first loss. Of the year again, they've got to play Morningside and uh, and Northwestern yet, but boy, that uh, that sure sure shakes things up in the G Pack race.
0: There's uh, Morningside whether uh, Northwestern with the ball. That's gonna be Meyer inside hand two. Out two. to about the uh, thirty nine seven, yard, game to the seven yard pick up there. We're we'll going second and three. Just checking the other scores. Morningside out on top of Concordia, sixty two to six. They're in the uh, fourth quarter. That's a couple of other scores in as uh, soccer is now starting to roll into our scoreboard scene here. Second down here, second down in uh, three yards to go. Northwestern with the ball down here at the he 39-yard line with 11-18 to play here in the football game. Gramsat is going to hand the ball off. Myers shakes loose. Look out, 30-25-20, 15-10-5, touchdown. Myers going to take it in. From 39 yards out, he scores with 11.07 to play. A 39-yard touchdown run. Myers, fourth touchdown rushing
1: this season. That one there coming from 39 yards out for uh, Northwestern. That's their second rushing touchdown of the day. And Boy, that went right up off left tackle. Had a big, big hole, got down to the secondary, and only one man to beat. That was Dustin. He tried to get him down around the ankles, but Myers, one of the other... uh, Strong backs that they have, and he was able to run right through the tackle, and uh, Stater in the game for the PAT, forty-four nothing with eleven oh seven left to go here in the ball game.
0: I right, Stater has been uh, perfect here today, and the extra point is up there. He is uh, still perfect as that one is through the pipes. Eleven oh seven to play here in the uh, fourth quarter. We'll take a break now with the score: Northwestern forty-five. Hastings College Nothing, you're listening to Bronco Football.
5: Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to RutsHeating.com. proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home.
2: Your home for Bronco sports is ESPN Tri-Cities.
0: Hi, back here at Corver Field in Orange City, Iowa this afternoon. Hastings College football, not been a good day for the Broncos. 45 to nothing is the score. Northwestern now with the lead over the uh, Broncos here this afternoon. Hastings back at home next Saturday to take on the Concordia Bulldogs. 1 o'clock kickoff next Saturday at Lloyd-Wilson Field. Pre-game show, wherever you're listening to your Broncos sports, pre-game show will be at 12 o'clock noon next week. Concordia, Midland, Bob, Marty, and Doan, the four remaining teams left in the schedule for the uh, Broncos. After a tough stretch here. Against uh, Dort and Northwestern, and the Broncos getting back to some teams that we should be at least uh, even with, or be favored in the final four here.
1: Well, Midland obviously is. Uh, boy, what a performance by them today! Again, we seen Dort last week, and uh, boy, they help keep them in check. Well, they scored just seven points. Yeah, that uh, that's a big defensive day for Jeff Jamrog's crew. So we'll be seeing them in a few weeks. Got a local talent on their team as well, Tyson Dinkert. From Kennesaw, he's
0: uh, been having a pretty good year for the. Uh, well, he's, he's a sophomore now, so he's got
1: just a sophomore. Yeah, got
0: three more years, maybe four years left to him. <laughs> yeah. All right, first and ten here for the Broncos. It's going to be uh, Kolachek staying in there at uh, quarterback. He throws the ball to the far side. It's going to be uh, caught there. The and a run out of bounds in the far sideline may have been a mm-hmm. late hit over there. That's uh, Quade Miners. Uh, Good ball game uh, last week. A couple of receptions against Dort. So Myers now into the ball game. There's a penalty flag on the far side. That could be a late hit there on Northwestern. The completed pass goes to the 31, which will be a pickup of six yards on the play. But they're going to tack on some more yardage here. A late hit out of bounds on the Northwestern.
1: Fifth penalty on the Red Raiders here today. And the uh, ball is setting at the 31 yard line, but they're going to march it all the way up. I was looking at the far sidelines, 31 yard line, but they'll march the, the game ball all the way out across the 45 to the 46. So 10 56 left to go here in the game. Broncos with a first and 10.
0: All right, three wide receivers splitting out to the right side of the formation. That's Wilborn. You're one lone wide receiver to the left. They're going to throw the ball out here. It's going to be caught. Out here to the 50-yard uh, line and then uh, run out of bounds. Tanner Schneider-Hines making the reception there for Hastings uh, College. So Schneider-Hines into the ball game. You to see some uh, new folks into the contest now. Tanner, a 8 185-pound junior out of Central City, making his uh, seventh reception of the season for the Broncos. Brings the ball up to the 50, a pickup of four yards into play. Second down and six yards to go. Hastings moving left to right here. In the fourth quarter, here's a pass that's going to be behind the intended receiver, Eli Nappy. Lachek's pass uh, pass was uh, thrown behind uh, Nappy. Incomplete, going to bring up a third down situation, third down and six. Ball is sitting right at the 50-yard line. Lachek's numbers: 11
1: of 23 passing, 83 yards. He's got uh, those two interceptions in the first half. Third down and about six.
0: Galanchik looks left. Now he's under siege, and he's going to be—he's uh, going to be sacked back here. He's going to be sacked around the 35-yard uh, line. So a huge loss, and again, the Broncos will have to punt the football away. Well, Carson trying to get away from. Uh, Defenders, and
1: foot speed was not a uh, a match there. The uh, defensive back was uh, way faster than Carson. Carson kept trying to run the wrong direction. That was a loss. A sack of 14 yards.
2: Fourth
1: and 19. Yeah, fourth and 19. You heard Mr. Public Address announcer, right. So it'll bring Sam all into the game. He will be punting away. It will be the uh, return man of Schaefer back deep. He'll stand just outside the 25-yard line.
0: A right, good snap to all. is going to get it away. End over end kick. Bounces at the 30. Schaefer gets away from it. It rolls across the 25 down to the 22-yard line. And that's where uh, Northwestern will start. First down and 10 on their own uh, 22-yard line. Leading in this ball game by a score of 45 to nothing. I was looking for the uh, backup quarterback here for uh, Northwestern. It's a guy we're kind of familiar with, Jimmy. A yeah. kid out of Elkhorn North. John Baselvec or Josh Baselvec from Elcor North, a freshman at six foot four, two hundred and five pounds, and uh, oh, they've got number eighty nine in at quarterback. And we'll we'll double check that number. He's a big old boy here. He's going to hand the ball away here as they go straight ahead to about the twenty uh, five yard line. Logan Dykstra is a uh, number 89. Logan Dykstra is a, a tight end, six foot five, 255 pounder from Lyndon, Washington. That looks like him. That looks like him. So it, it, it certainly does.
1: Obviously, he won a, a wager.
0: Yeah, I won a wager,
1: Coach. I uh, I'll bet you this, and if I do it, I get to play quarterback. And
0: oh, they're probably saving this uh, backup guy as a red shirt or something for the end of the year. Dykstra. Who looks, who looks like a tight end, and he's going to take some snaps here for the uh, Red Raiders. He's going to hand the ball away. That's Meyer again with the ball. Breaks outside 30 to the 35-yard uh, line. That's going to be enough for a first down.
1: I tell you one thing you
0: don't want to do is let him
1: pitch and then get out front and block. He just leveled one of the defensive backs for Hastings College. Is able to, able to get around the corner, and uh, Meyer takes it nine yards downfield, another
0: first down
1: for Northwestern.
0: That looks kind of funny. Number eighty-nine taking snaps as a quarterback.
1: Well, they're getting ready for the the heart of their 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 uh, schedule. Briarcliff, Morningside, and Dort I want to throw a little twist in the game film.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that they will. Here's a Dijkstra waiting for the snap. He hands the ball away again. That's going to be a Meyer with the ball, and Meyer just goes uh, straight ahead. Gets it up to around the thirty-nine yard line. Seven minutes and forty-six seconds to play. Here in the football game. And you wouldn't think that uh, Dykstra is going to throw the football the around here. So, second down here, six yards to go. Complete Bronco postgame coming up. We'll get to the uh, final numbers and some comments from Hastings head coach Matt Franz. And he's probably going to look forward to the uh, final four games of the season some teams that uh, we might match up with a little bit better here. Dort and the Northwestern back-to-back weeks. has been a, a rough eight quarters here for the uh, Broncos. Second down and six. Here's a handoff again to Meyer. This time he's going to be stacked up right at the uh, line of scrimmage. Busting through there for the uh, Broncos on defense and uh, making the stop. We're going to see uh, some new guys out there. Jake Lambert at the uh, bottom of the stack there for the Broncos. The reserve linebacker. A sophomore out of Tucson, Arizona, making the stop. Lots of about a yard in the play. Third down, six yards to go. We're down to 640 to play here in the fourth quarter. 45 to nothing is the score. Northwestern, the nation's number one ranked team, the defending NAIA national champions, having an easy time with the Broncos here this afternoon. Dykstra in there at quarterback. He's going to run the ball. Look out. It's like a snowplow coming through there across the 40 out to the uh, 44-yard line. And that's going to bring up a uh, fourth-down situation. So fourth down and a yard. The ball is at the uh, 44. And uh, Northwestern probably will just uh, go for this, and we're just inside uh, six minutes to go here in the uh, fourth quarter. We'll let some time uh, check off of the clock. And then head coach Matt McCarty will probably call the timeout and send out. Maybe the uh, punt team here is they're just burning as much time as they can here. There's other coaches in the conference that this probably would not happen. No, I, no. I, I kind of like Matt as a staff up here at Orange City. Yep, yep. He,
1: he's always good to you. We won't mention the uh, teams. We we know who they are. We know
0: yeah. who they are. All right, we got a timeout called here. Brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar. Located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 5.37 to play in the fourth quarter. It's Northwestern 45. Hastings nothing.
4: Shopping smart has its rewards, like the Advantage Rewards program from Tom Dinsdale, CDJR. Every new vehicle comes with one year of protection for tires, wheels, windshield dents, and dings, plus five years of protection for paint and fabric at no additional cost. Now that's smart. Keep your vehicle looking new and running great with the Advantage Rewards Program from Tom Dinsdale CDJR. On Hastings Northside or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Some restrictions apply. Visit TomDinsdaleCDJR.com.
2: ESPN Tri-Cities. KICS Hastings. KXPN Kearney.
0: Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back at uh, Corver Field in Orange City this afternoon. Man short for us today. You know he didn't make the, uh, yeah, didn't make the trip with us. Yeah, I, I, he, he, I think I know why. He, he doesn't make the trip, and probably one of the the better trips we're going to have because we're going to our favorite restaurant on the way home. Absolutely, it, it just saves the boss a little money. Don't have to pick up the <laughs> cab. That just means uh, more food for us. Oh, absolutely, more food for us on the uh, way home. Yeah, I like it. All right, here comes the uh, kick now for. Uh, Northwestern—they're going to punt the football and fourth down in six. Krominger is going to signal for the third catch, and he Hastings will uh, get the ball back. The only, our, our mouth just uh, waters when we come in this direction each, each and every year. I'll—I'll I'll be well deserving
1: for the fact that
0: the only place. A visiting
1: school we, we play that would be worse to carry luggage up to a press box.
0: I noticed that. Would be Morningside. And we didn't have our donkey with us in the uh, Geno's. So no, no. So I had four bags, you, two two wheeled bags. Yeah, you carried your load up here. I kind of felt guilty carrying the. the I'll bet you did. Uh, here's a Kalachuk still in there. Here's a handoff here to uh, Jagger Shattuck. as he brings the ball to the near side and he's run out of bounds here at the 42-yard uh, line. I had my briefcase, and I had the banner. What else did you want me to bring up?
10: <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I, my hands were full. I had, yeah. my, I had my sandwich in my bag. Yeah, so. your sandwich was in your bag, exactly. It's a first and ten here for Hastings. Here's uh, Shadix is into the open across the uh, 45 down to the 42-yard line. Hastings... Now with five minutes to go here in the fourth quarter, trying to get on the scoreboard. Give us a little respect here. 45 to nothing is the score. Northwestern with a lead. A
1: couple of good runs there by Shattuck's, 18 and 15. couple of first downs. They've got the football at the
0: 43-yard line. Here's uh, Kulacek throwing the ball out there. Shattuck's has got the ball again. This time he is hitting. Down he goes.
10: actually
0: uh, so a run into a brick wall down there as he's nailed at the uh, 42. A uh, pickup of a couple of yards in a play. Second down and eight. He's going to come out of the ball game now. Here comes Josh Ray into the contest. Quaid Myers also checking in as a wide receiver. Second down and eight yards to go. Hand out there to Ray. Ray moves the ball to about the uh, 40 before he's brought down. Now the Broncos looking at another third down call here. Third down and about seven yards to go. Now with four minutes to play in the fourth quarter, 45 to nothing is the score. Northwestern with the lead. There's a Kolachek with a couple of wide receivers each way now. Josh Ray is going to be in the backfield. Kolachek's went all the way at the quarterback in his first collegiate start here this afternoon. Kolachek winds up, throws the ball down the left sideline. Contact made. No foul called. That's an incomplete pass. Person, Trying to get the ball to uh, Quade Myers down the left sideline. Threw it too far. But now the Broncos down. looking at fourth down. Morocco. Fourth down and seven yards to go. Line of scrimmage is the 40 of Northwestern. No signs of the punt team. The Broncos are going to put some points on the board here. 3.40 to play in the fourth quarter. 45-0. Northwestern has got the lead. Kalachek with three wide receivers to the right side of the formation. has got the ball. He looks that way. He throws it. That's going to be Eli Nappy with the ball. He holds the ball in. He takes the ball in the end zone for a touchdown. So, uh, Eli Nappy gets a uh, reception there in his first collegiate receiving touchdown. He takes that one in from a Kolachek, and the Broncos get on the board to avoid the shutout.
1: 67 yards now on five receptions for the converted quarterback, and a touchdown from 40 yards out for Kolachek in his career at Hastings, his very early career. Young career, two touchdown passes, three interceptions. That one there was a pretty ball, too nappy. And now, Fiann in the uh, game for the
0: PAT. Casper Fine, he swings the leg and his uh, extra point is, his, yeah, his extra point is up there and good. So Hastings avoids the shutout. Three minutes and thirty-two seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. We'll take a break with the score: Northwestern forty-five, Hastings seven. You're listening to Bronco Football.
2: Your home for Broncos sports is ESPN Tri-Cities.
0: All right, so the Broncos avoid the shutdown here today. A 40-yard touchdown pass, Carson Kolachak to Eli Nappy. The PAT, uh, P-A-T is good by Casper Fian. 45-7 to is the score now, Northwestern with a lead.
1: A couple of guys down there defending on Nappy. He was able to get loose, and a uh, nice throw. By Carson to get that uh, touchdown, that kickoff's going to come down to seven.
0: Quickly back to the 15-yard line, 20, 25, 30. Down the sideline, 35, 40, 45 flags down right in front of the northwestern bench. This ain't good. You have definitely markers on the field. That's Marcus Dustin, Uh, I think, is going to be nailed with a uh, late hit here. Into the uh, Northwestern bench. Yeah,
1: you don't you don't want to make a late hit when you're in the opposing team's bench. That was foolish.
0: All right, so the officials right there to uh, break up. Well, it looked like it was going to be a major scrum down there. All right, so we got a late hit on the uh, Broncos. How many penalties is that for us today? I've got them down for eleven.
3: Um, that
1: would be correct. 11 penalties, which is, I think, ties the most for the Broncos this season. I think they had one other game that had 11 penalties as well. But, again, they were very, very few penalties in uh, most of the games this season. But uh, they're uh, cool as uh, gotten away
0: from them here today. Here's Dykstra handing the ball away. New man in the ball game now and running back as they move the ball to the 25 down. To about the 24-yard uh, line, running the ball there is going to be Jackson Arnold. It. He is a uh, freshman running back out of uh, Lenox, South Dakota, five foot nine, 180-pounder. So Jackson Arnold now carrying the ball picks up eight on his first carry. Second down, two yards to go. Under three minutes to play, here in the ball game, it is 45 to seven. Uh, tied in, taking uh, snaps at quarterback here in the Dykstra. Extra turns and hands the ball away to uh, Arnold again, and Arnold is going to be hit, and down he goes after a uh, couple-of-yard gain off of the right side. Tackle was made by Wyatt Ryan, the uh, backup linebacker for the Broncos, a sophomore out of Overton, Nebraska. So uh, Arnold makes the uh, first down carry here down to the uh, Bronco 28-yard line. 2.20 to play. Forty-five to seven is the score. He sings against Concordia next Saturday at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. On the air, pregame show at 12 o'clock noon next week. Kickoff will be at one o'clock. Dykstra with the ball hands it away to Arnold. Arnold is hit and down he goes. Little finicky game there. Tackle is made by uh, the Broncos and coming in to uh, make the stop. For Hastings, is going to be a Torrington Ford. Ford making the stop. No game, to play. Second down and 10 from the Hastings 23-yard line. Broncos
1: rushing game uh, just under 100 yards here in this ball game. so it's better than what we had a week ago, but still a long ways from where we need to be.
0: Where are we passing-wise? Have we broke 200 yards yet? Oh, no, no, 125 yards. So we're going to be close to 200 yards, or a little over uh, for, uh, total, total yards. Yeah, total. Here's uh, Arnold. He finds a seam right off the oh. middle, and then he is upended on the play at about the 10 yard line.
10: Isaiah Robinson on the carry.
0: That's Isaiah Robinson, another That's new guys guys guy in the, the ball game.
10: Line.
0: So Isaiah so Robinson carrying the ball right there for uh, Northwestern. The yeah, he's not very big either. He's he's five 15, foot four. A uh, sophomore out of Gerritsen, South Dakota. And, boy, he was up in and he goes down hard. Yeah, he's he's not very big. First and ten here for a Northwestern down here. Ball is sitting right at the ten-yard line. Here's uh, Robinson again getting the call. Gets a couple of yards right in the center of the field. Forty seconds to go. Let's see if Matt McCartney gives us a little mercy here. Uh, they probably will not have to. Uh, well, it looks like they are going to have to snap the ball one more time. 45 to 7 is the score. Northwestern has got the lead. Red Raiders have the ball down here at the eight yard line. As Northwestern will come up to the line of scrimmage on second down and goal from the Hastings eight yard line. Dykstra has got it, and Dykstra is just going to hand the ball away to Robinson. And Robinson takes it off on the left side as he dives his way for a yard. And that is going to be the ball game. Forty-five to seven, the final score here this afternoon. Northwestern will keep their undefeated season alive here with a win over Hastings. The Broncos will drop to three wins and four losses now on the season. Hastings will be a two and four in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They will get ready to play the Concordia Bulldogs coming up next Saturday at Lloyd Wilson Field. And the final score on this one, it was Northwestern 45, Hastings College 7. You're listening to Bronco football on ESPN
7: the world famous bullseye sports bar and grill in Hastings is celebrating 25 years 25 years because of all of you 25 years of good food great service and a warm friendly atmosphere bullseyes is open six days a week for lunch and dinner stop in a day and see why we are world famous our burgers steaks and wings along with a drink menu with something for everyone To everyone in the Adams County area, thank you for making us world famous and for 25 years. Come see us today across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings.
5: Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutzheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home.
7: The world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill in Hastings is celebrating 25 years. 25 years because of all of you. 25 years of good food great service and a warm friendly atmosphere bullseyes is open six days a week for lunch and dinner stop in today and see why we are world famous our burgers steaks and wings along with a drink menu with something for everyone to everyone in the adams county area thank you for making us world famous and for 25 years come see us today across from the water park on west second street in hastings
2: ESPN Tri Cities, KICS Hastings, and KXPN Kearney. All
0: right, Northwestern wins it this afternoon, forty-five to seven over Hastings. The Broncos fell behind twenty-four to nothing by a halftime. Northwestern adding a couple of touchdowns in the uh, third quarter to play they go out on top, thirty-eight to nothing. They add one more in the uh, early stages of the fourth quarter, had a forty-five to nothing lead. The only touchdown for Hastings, a 40-yard touchdown pass, Carson Kolachek to uh, Eli Nappy at the uh, 332 mark of the fourth quarter, 45-7. to Hastings uh, loses here this afternoon. Final game
1: numbers brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Well, obviously a big offensive day for the Northwestern Red Raiders, Total yardage today in the football game, 63 offensive plays, 401 yards. They were able to put together 204 through the air. That was 13-24 and 24 passing by Jalen Gramstad. Uh, they did not throw in the, the fourth quarter as uh, Gramstad was pulled out of the game. Gramstad with three touchdowns and one interception in the game. 39 rushes total today for Northwestern, 197 yards, giving them the 401, 27 first downs. In the football game, I've got Northwestern down for five penalties in the game. Their uh, leading rusher here today was uh, Connor McQuillan. He finishes the day seventeen carries, ninety-three yards. McQuillan with one touchdown on the ground and one through the air. Their leading receiver today, to no surprise, Michael Story, six catches, one hundred fifty-five unofficially, with two touchdowns in the ball game for Hastings. Passing today, Carson Kolache gets his first start. Rough, rough day for Carson. 13 of 26, 125 yards. He had a touchdown, two interceptions, one of those being a pick six. The Broncos rushed it 32 times for 101 yards, so 226 of total offense in the football game, 58 offensive plays. For the Broncos on the afternoon for first downs, I've got them for nine first downs total in the uh, football game, but the, the big one was 12 penalties, 12 penalties against Hastings College here today. Leading rusher in the football game, Josh Ray. will give him six carries and 21 yards. Brett Simonson, nine carries and 14 yards. Your uh, leading receiver here today was uh, Eli Nappy, the uh, former quarterback. Five receptions, 72 yards, and Nappy with a 40-yard touchdown reception here today. But uh, obviously... uh. A tough, tough day again. Back-to-back weeks of uh, top-rated teams in 15th-ranked Dort, which they won't be anymore after today, but number one-ranked Northwestern. At least we'll say that uh, we played the best,
0: and we know where we're at right now. A lot of work for the Broncos to do. 45-7, to the final score here. Again, a couple of other games uh, in the conference. Midland today upsets the uh, Dort defenders 10-7 to in the Sioux Center, so Dort loses their first game of the season. Jamestown today beat Mount Marty 24-13. It was a Briar Cliff coming back to beat Doan today. The final of 18-16. A last check uh, in the fourth quarter of this game obviously is, is over. Morningside is out on top of Concordia by a score of 62-6. Again, 45-7. The final score here. The uh, Northwestern Red Raiders knocked off Hastings College. Stick around. we got more Bronco, postgame coming up. You're listening to Hastings College Football on ESPN Tri-Cities.
2: Thanks for listening to Hastings College Football on ESPN Tri-Cities. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Tom Dinsdale, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, located on the north side of Hastings. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by Rutz Heating and Air, your York Midwest dealer in Hastings and Kearney. More post-game coverage of the Broncos is coming up next on ESPN Tri-Cities.
4: Shopping smart has its rewards, like the Advantage Rewards Program from Tom Dinsdale CDJR. Every new vehicle comes with one year of protection for tires, wheels, windshield dents, and dings, plus five years of protection for paint and fabric at no additional cost. Now that's smart. Keep your vehicle looking new and running great with the Advantage Rewards Program from Tom Dinsdale CDJR. On Hastings Northside or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Some restrictions apply. Visit TomDinsdaleCDJR.com.
2: Our Hastings College football coverage continues with the player of the game. Now, back to the field for today's player of the game.
1: Jimmy Purcell back at Corver Field in Orange City, Iowa, for your players of the game. Uh, Obviously, in a game like this, it's kind of tough to find some guys that uh, stood out. But uh, offensively, I'm going to give the nod to Eli Nappy, the uh, starting quarterback, for the first, uh, what, five games of the season, they make a change. Not that he was doing a bad job, just wanted another uh, talent out on the edge there. And Eli had a good day. Caught uh, five balls for 72 yards and a touchdown. He had the 40-yarder late in the ball game. And uh, defensively, man, this cat was the leading tackler coming in, and he was all around the football today. Uh, Got to give the nod to, to Marcus Dustin again. You don't ever like your defensive backs that lead the way tackling, but uh, Dustin a nose for the football and uh, those will be your players of the game: Eli Nappy on offense, Marcus Dustin on defense. Stick around, coaches. Up next.
2: You've been listening to the Player of the Game. Hastings College football continues with the coaches post-game show. Coming up next on your home for Bronco Sports, ESPN Tri Cities.
9: Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street. Proud to support all area student-athletes.
2: It's time for the Hastings College coaches Post Game Show, brought to you by your York Midwest dealer, Rutt's Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Now back to the booth with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All
0: right, back here in Norton City, Corver Field. Hastings College uh, loses today to uh, Northwestern final score of 45-7 as Hastings head coach Matt Franzen will join us for a couple of minutes. And, Coach, uh, we survived here today, probably saw some good things out there, but obviously didn't match up again to a, a very good football team this afternoon.
11: No, we, we didn't. And, you know, the, the, good, the good things from a, from a coach's perspective, um, re, I mean, really involve a lot of a lot of young players that here in the last couple of weeks are, are, are getting a lot of action, and, and it's going to pay off. Um, as I told the team here, I said that these young guys getting reps, it needs to pay, it's going to pay off, but it needs, it needs to pay off tomorrow. Um, or, or at least this, this coming Saturday. Um, you know, I, I do, I know it will pay off over the next year or two as we're building this thing. Um, but you know, it doesn't help the way we feel today. And it doesn't help our seniors that are going through a tough stretch right here in the middle of their senior season.
1: Got to see Carson get his uh, first collegiate start. Uh, not to mention you throw him against the uh, number one rated team in the nation. But I, I, think that you've seen some good things out of Carson. Against some mistakes, I'm sure the butterflies were raging in his ball, uh, belly before the uh, game started.
11: Yeah, I, you know, I'm sure they were. He didn't, he didn't let on to his credit. He didn't, didn't act any different than he than he has. He's pretty, he's pretty calm and collected. But, um, I, I, yeah, he made a few mistakes. Um, but I mean, all, all in all, he he did what. We, what we thought he could, he—he, he, I think he threw the ball uh, f- fairly well. I mean, he, you know, even the the interception, kind, kind of, the, kind of the play of the game right before halftime, the the long interception. Boy, I thought he, I thought he threw a dime. That I mean, I thought we had a touchdown, and their Northwestern's defensive back made an incredible play on the ball and our and our receiver probably didn't he could have gone up and, and made a play on the ball I think it was a good ball so anyway even some of the some of the things that turned against us there I, I still think he he played a pretty good game and boy he took a couple licks early um, we were, were a little worried that first series I to, didn't know I didn't know if, if if we had lost him on that play for for the game but but he got the wind knocked out of him and got back up and and <laughs> was smiling and 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 uh, and claimed to be feeling okay so uh, anyway, so he came back. He's a he's a he's a tough kid, and he's he def, definitely uh, the 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 guy that we recruited. He'll got got a lot of work to do yet, plenty of, plenty of developing to do. But I'm excited about about his 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 now and his future.
0: Coach uh, with, with Eli Land, Nappy now at uh, wide receiver, he kind of makes his uh, presence known out there today. He leads us uh, receiving. He said he had a good week of practice, and he kind of adds something on the edge for us a little bit.
11: Yeah, he you know. I, it, it was good to see. Um, it was good to see that last one, the last touchdown catch that he got. I think, uh, you know, good good for him. Good good for us. It it it, it literally helped us avoid the shutout. Um, but you know, I, I did tell you in the pregame that he had a good week. He's he's embraced the role um, with a really good mindset. Where you know, I think a lot of guys would have pouted and and hung their head and and felt sorry for themselves uh, being, being benched as a quarterback. I think he sees now the new opportunity, uh, and he's every bit the leader that he was before for the team. Um, and it, it's a different way to showcase his talent. And so, anyway, it was good to see him catch some passes today and and get some and, and get do some good things on the field at that at that position. And hopefully, that'll continue to develop as he actually next next week, couple weeks, he'll actually start to get more comfortable out there. Coach,
0: uh, in, in the first half, uh, I, I thought the defense got off to a great start uh, for us. We we held them to a field goal, held them to, uh, held them to some three and outs. It was twenty four to nothing at halftime. But they had that pick six right before uh, halftime. But you give up seventeen points basically for your defense uh, in the first half of that. We did some good things right off of the bat.
11: I, we thought so too. You know, I go, going into halftime, it, you know, we we couldn't get anything going on offense the first quarter. And our defense kept it in check, and and then when it was 17 to nothing, and and and, and we now and we were picking up first downs right before halftime, and thought, man, if we can get some points here, go in with a touchdown or even a field goal, um, 17 to seven with momentum, boy, we would have come out halftime breathing fire, and then that that interception with a long return and just. I mean, just a backbreaker, and our, 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 you know, we we still put a positive spin on it with our guys. That hey, we you know we've shown that we can do this. We we need to make a few big plays of our own, but but I think you know a twenty-four point deficit against this team is going to be pretty insurmountable. Whereas a, a ten point deficit with momentum, we would have been a different second half, or at least a different opportunity coming into the second half.
1: Defensively, we uh, again we see we seen them out there a lot, and uh, with the offense running the pace that they were. Uh, three and outs to get your defense right back out there again, but boy, you got them in uh, pretty good shape. You guys shuttle a lot of players in defensively, but uh, you got to be when you're when you can't get first downs, your defense is going to be out there a lot.
11: Yeah, they're they're I mean they're out there a lot. We're working uh, working hard. Gave gave up a few big plays today, but I mean it was that was the Northwestern offense that that we talked about again in in the pregame show. That they're they're gonna they're gonna run the ball. They're gonna slow it down. They're gonna operate out of the huddle. They're gonna be very patient and willing to punt and willing to play the conservative style of football. And then all of a sudden they're going to, they're going to, they're going to find story down the field or, or McQuillan is going to rip, rip off a 50 yard run or a catch out of the backfield and take it and go. So anyway, it it was the offense that we prepared for. And, and they're, I mean, they're, they're not a, they're not a defending national champ for nothing. Um, they're, I I think they're going to have a, a good shot to, to repeat this year. Um, and, and, and take their show nationally at the end of the season again.
1: If you would like, Mike and I have already got plans for graduation. Yeah, here. I was going to say
0: I would donate to yeah. the graduation if, gift. If,
1: if you would like to come up here and, and we'll present Michael's story with a a graduation gift and say good riddance.
11: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, every year there's a couple of those guys in the league, and yeah, yeah he he would be one right now. But you know, and, and I guess unfortunately for us is is the the quarterback Grahamstad will yeah. be back one more, and uh, you know I, I think. I think you could put my my 12-year-old daughter out there on the perimeter, and and Graham's dad would find ways to, to to get the ball to her and make plays. So, I mean, it all runs it all runs through him. Boy, he's 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 a good he's a good ball player. But yes, it will be nice to see a couple of these guys graduate. So
0: he's uh basically through the the tough part of the schedule, and now we we go to. The home stretch coach with the four games that we should be very competitive in, was that the message now at the end of this uh, ball game yeah. and we get through the the tough stretch now we gotta we gotta stay focused. we can't look past these teams, obviously they're gonna be good too, but uh, it's four games that we should be a lot closer to as far as the competitiveness
11: yeah and and we're you know we're the only one we talked about is, is is the next one, but um we talked to our guys this last week on monday that that you know coming coming through that that stretch of of morning side. Uh, and then, and then Bri- the Briarcliff game, but then the Dort game, and now Northwestern. Three out of four, uh, who are, are nationally top 15 teams. Um, we, we, you know, we wanted to give our guys a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel here. So we did talk about it at the beginning of the week that we we need to do everything we can do to get ready for this one. And then, and then there's teams that look like us. So the next one is Concordia, and we talked about it. We planted the seed right there that that it's a it's a pretty salty rivalry. Uh, between Hastings and Concordia, it's a local rivalry where a lot of our guys know each other, and and I don't know that there's a whole lot of love lost uh, for for at least for our side for for the next team coming and it's going to be back home and and we're we're hungry we're, we're we're hungry to get back on the on the right side of the column in that win loss column so I I do think that we're going to see a pretty fired up group here this next Saturday. All right, we've seen Morningside, we've seen Dort, Coach, and now uh,
0: Northwestern. Uh, who do you like out of those three
11: teams? Boy, I. I, I, I might have said Dort before I heard the score of the Dort Midland game. Now you got me scared about Midland, but that's that's down that, that that's a couple few weeks down the road. But um, I mean, when we played them, boy, I I if we had to play everybody again, I, I the the matchup that I don't like for our team was the Dort game. Um, that's the team that I would I would prefer not to play again if we had to play them all again. Um, and then after that, I think I think probably this Northwestern team. Uh, and I would, if we had to pick one, and, and, and since we don't, I can say it. Was, <laughs> if we had to pick one, I think the Morningside team that we played that day—that's uh, the one game we felt like, like if a couple things go our way, we should have been in that game late. Uh, the other two games, I, I don't know, you know, what could have happened to really put us in the game in the fourth quarter. Um, so, so anyway, we—the officiating today was infuriating, <laughs> at least on our sideline. In case you didn't notice. Um, I told our team. I, I apologized for to them because as the leader, I need to keep my composure, and and I was pretty voice voice boisterous. That's the word. Yeah. Um, on a couple couple of times there late, um, and um, but it wouldn't have changed the outcome. I don't think it would have made the game the final score even a whole lot different. But I did feel like there were some calls that they called against us, and they let it go on the other side, and they nickel and dimed when they wanted to, but they sure didn't didn't nickel and dime. The the Northwestern hits on our guys, and and anyway, I don't know. I'm I'm venting at this point, still frustrated about that, but but I don't know that it would have changed the outcome.
1: I was watching you through the field glasses uh, a lot today. normally I, I don't have to do that, but uh, you probably don't know the officials from week to- week games. I know these are GPAC officials. Will we have these guys anymore? Or do you know? Yeah
11: I don't know and I mean here, here's, the, here's I mean all these crazy conspiratorial thoughts go through my head during the game when I feel like we're like we're getting like we're getting homered a little bit. <laughs> but this was the crew that we had at Dakota Wesleyan and when we watched the film after the Dakota Wesleyan game as a coaching staff, we said, "You know what? That crew, that crew made some calls that went our way that easily could have gone the other way." And I'm asking myself in the second half, they saw that film from Dakota Wesleyan. So are they trying? Are they trying to even up some calls? Um, and I don't think that's the case. I really don't. Um, but I did feel like some things happened early that maybe they they weren't looking to help us out much in the second half. But.
0: We we got some officiating friends. We'll we'll see. We'll talk oh, yeah, to these yeah. uh, guys. Uh, do you try to even things out uh, throughout the year when you see teams at uh, more than one time? We'll ask our officiating friends that. All right. All right. So Concordia next week, Coach. Uh, just a quick word on that.
11: May have a chance to peek at the dogs. Um, I I've seen their film as we've watched the teams that we've played. I've seen a little bit of the Concordia film as we've watched them. So I mean, I, I you know, I I, I think I think they're pretty good. I really do. I, I think. Um, their some of their scores and some of their games haven't come out the way I think they maybe should based on some of the personnel that Concordia has and some of the returners from last year um, that are back at quarterback and wide receiver and some of those things. So, um, so I don't know. You know, they 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 I looking at their scores and 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 that from week to week, they look a lot like we do with the teams that they're playing and the outcomes of the games. And I think we we may have the same record at this point, but. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be probably two two teams that are both going to be pretty motivated to to get a win next week that you see um, coming 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 to our place, but um, but again we're we're excited about. Excited about playing, excited about getting back home and excited about playing a team that I think going in we can realistically tell our guys, hey, this is a game of we need to go and play well and, and let's go in and let's go in and win this thing. Okay, have a
0: safe trip home. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Matt Franz and the head coach for Hastings College and the Broncos are losing one today to the number one ranked team in the nation final score forty five to seven. We'll take a final break and come back. You're listening to Bronco Football.
5: Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to Rutzheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home.
0: So the Broncos uh, drop one here this afternoon, 45 to 7. Was the uh, final score today. Hastings drops uh, to 2-4. and four. Now in the conference, they're 3-4 and four overall. Hastings will take on the Concordia Bulldogs next Saturday at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show, 1 o'clock for the kickoff. That's the uh, schedule next week. Wherever you catch uh, Bronco football, that's the schedule. 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show and 1 o'clock for the kickoff, the Broncos and the Bulldogs next Saturday. For Jimmy Purcell, I'm Mike Will, wishing a very pleasant good afternoon from Orange City, Iowa.